Welcome to the hot seat here on UTARadio.com, iHeartRadio, and Radio FX. We are back. My name is Creighton Branch. As always, the man next to me, Micah Call. Cole. Hey, How is it going, Micah Cockle? Don't forget your own nickname, Birdman. Oh, that's right. You're the Birdman. We're back. We are back here, folks. Officially. Just like Texas. Oh, my gosh. Next year, next if I year. Had a, if I had a dollar for every time I heard that, man. <laughs> Seriously, though. I really think I'd, next I'd, year. I'd, I'd have a lot of dollars. I'd have a lot of dollars. <laughs> <laughs> I, I mean, think we all would. <laughs> multiple years. It's okay. They're on the right track. No hey, they beat Georgia. That was a nice win. Everyone them. stay calm, right? Um, well, how was your break, Micah? It's been a while since I've seen you. Good. A little emotion at the end with, you know, what I'm about to talk about. But that, that, hey, that, hey, it's I didn't true, understand. It's You'll true. understand here in a bit, but I, I, I didn't understand that that and, hit you and, as hard and, as it did. And, 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 well, another thing that was a little tough. Yeah, but how? Cowboys, just but as we'll get ge- into that later. In general, how the was Cowboys. just how was your break? Oh, it was wonderful. I got to rest up a little bit. Got a couple of weeks off work. Good. So, I haven't heard from so. you in a bit. You try to call me, but you always call me at the inopportune <laughs> time, so I can never answer. Maybe you should, uh, yeah, I don't know. Maybe I should Not what? Be so no, busy. maybe I should what? <laughs> Not be so busy. All right. Whatever. <laughs> I'm just kidding. All right. We're, we're getting were, right you into were with it. Your family. What? Hey, you were just with your family. Thank you very Happy much. Happy birthday to your mom, by the way. <laughs> <laughs> hey, hey, we got to mention it on the air, right? <laughs> I saw you posted that on Facebook. Uh-huh. And you, what, the, what'd you say? Um, <laughs> something about being 20 years old. Oh yeah! Happy birthday! <laughs> Happy twentieth birthday! That was great. We laughed at that. Yeah. So your you, your joke didn't die in vain. It was <laughs> it was well done. Good job. But we're gonna get right into it as always to start off the show. The new year, twenty nineteen. Micah, first, what's what of the year? Micah, what is going on? What is happening in the world of sports? What is what? Well, for me, it's gonna be more of a tribute today, and. I remember. God. <laughs> hey, hey, don't give me that. You just love him so much. I okay, keep going. Him. Keep going. I do love him. And that's why I'm bringing him up because I do love him as a player. He was a great tennis player throughout his entire career. He's going to be a Hall of Famer. I think you'd agree with that, right, Creighton? Eh? Come on. No, come on. on. Keep, just keep going. Just keep but, going. I'll debate that in a second. <laughs> but. Uh, he did lose in his first round at the Wimbledon, or Wimbledon, Australian Open, excuse me, uh, in what could be potentially his final match. We're unsure. Andy Murray had a great career. He had 45 singles titles, two doubles titles. He had a 656 and 186 record overall in his career as a single in singles. He also did win three Olympic golds, two as two singles, and one in mixed doubles. Okay. So a pretty great career. All the way around. And he also won three. Is uh, it a Hall of Fame career? I think so. I think he's done enough. I mean, now I wish he had those few more years to pad on so we could kind of. As, I, to- as wrap I, it up. as I told you today, I don't want to bash on the man. One, because I know how emotional you've been over the past. Let me, let me try to explain to the audience how emotional you've been over the past. Micah has tweeted, Instagram, and Facebook his <laughs> love for Andy Murray. Did you ever tell him it was Andy Murray? I don't even know. Yeah, but, I did. Okay. I said it was Andy Murray. I, I, miss, I missed you saying his name. Sorry. And um, <laughs> you have elegantly stated on each of those social media platforms how much you've loved the man. And then today we were talking about some more. I didn't know it hit you this hard. But I think he's still, still going to play Wimbledon. I hope so. I, I really do. I think he'll play Wimbledon. Um, 
But after that, I think that's it. I mean, you saw it today. We were, I was, you showed me the highlights from his match. Um, he was limping hard. He could barely walk onto the court before the match, not to mention after it. I mean, the hip just is I too much believe. for him. So uh, I, I definitely don't think he should be playing anymore, but it's a pride thing for him. And, uh, you know, it, Wimbledon means so much to that man, more than a lot of people. Now, he doesn't win it a lot, but... Uh, twice. Huh? Oh, it's won twice, which is which is well, good for most. Three, if you count one of the Olympics, sort of. I don't count winning sort the Olympics of. as a Wimbledon, though. I know, but it was at Wimbledon. That's the no. That... Don't give him that. What are you talking? No, that's not fair. Wimbledon's its own animal. <laughs> okay, I'll give you that one. But no, right? uh, he did win for it. for for for, for a guy there. from Great Britain. That's a big deal to win too. They haven't won very much, which is funny. But uh, no. I think that that means a lot to him, and he's going to play that one out. So you're going to get to see one more match. He will he will lose, but you'll get to see one more match <laughs> of Andy Murray. Congratulations. Hopefully. I'll give you mine now. That was beautiful, by the way. He's going to be missed. You're going to miss him more than anybody. I know that's for sure. Who are you going to Wait, 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 wait. Before I go, who are you going to hop on now? So who's your new guy? Because your guy's gone. Probably He's out. Roger. Roger? Until the end. <laughs> what happens when Roger leaves? Who you got? <laughs> I don't know. Because that's going to happen within three years. Maybe four. Don't Probably tell three. me. Don't, don't remind me. <laughs> you got nobody after that? Not right now. Nah, you, I'm sure I'll figure someone. The out. Americans need your bandwagon support. <laughs> For real. Okay. Jack so, Sock. <laughs> yeah, Jack Sock or Sam Query, who I think is better than Jack Sock. I think Sam Query is actually going to be... I think Sam Query is going to be something special someday. But mine is... On the football side, I actually, okay, maybe more people know this than I, than I do. I don't know. But I'm just going to throw it out there because I don't know if you know. Did you know, here's my what's what. It's a really short one, that there is a, I saw this in the NFL game they were talking about it over the past weekend. There is a kicking ball that you kick with, a kicking football, and a regular football that you play with. They do not use the same footballs for kickoffs and plays. I didn't even know that. Which I don't see what the I mean I haven't even What's looked up what the difference is I don't know maybe one is a different I don't know a different maybe inflation is different I, that's the only thing I can assume right um, that was really super weird, weird to me though because I don't I don't know I how honestly, else you can make them other than the same I didn't what they even are. know that yeah so maybe you've been playing it with a kicking ball your whole life it just looks the same so I just assume it's the same right so <laughs> next time. Next time you folks go and buy some footballs, make sure you're not buying a kicking ball. Buy a regular ball. Because if you play with a kicking ball your whole life, I guess you're going to get a wake-up call when you're trying to try out for the college teams. I don't know. That was news to me. I was just like, that's super strange. And so I wrote that down because I wanted to tell you that. That's pretty interesting. I, don't, I really did not know that. I, I, I'm just trying to, I'm trying to think of why that is, but I can't. Oh, we'll we'll dig that into. That is very interesting. One day we'll have a whole segment on that, oh, on gosh. why the kicking ball or why the uh, play ball, which I don't even know what they call it. Do they call it the play ball or the regular ball? I don't know. I just know they call it a kicking ball, and then they have the other one uh, for regular usage of each play. But I don't know what they call that one. And so yeah, that was just news to me because they were like, "You got to use the kicking ball in this thing," and I was like, "What? Okay, like, I don't even know." But yeah, no. Good for Andy Murray. He lost. He'll lose again. But he had a great career. And he should have won more, but he didn't. I'm not hating on the man. I'm just saying what it is. It's okay. He inspired hearts like yours. Right? Good. Okay. He was the reason I watched tennis. That's, that's... And literally, he was the first match I've ever watched, and it ended up being against Roger Okay, Fed. that's awesome. Roger I like Fed. that. It was but, a great one, too, by the way. As always, 
with our what's what getting right into it uta sports we are going to be talking about basketball today as the season is now deep into the conference play uta is the men's six and eleven and their conference they're two and two micah it has not been the most prettiest season for the mavericks especially coming off of what happened last season correct my question to you really is i mean what what is going on? Why are we why are we at the six and eleven season? Honestly, I can answer that for you real easily. Can you? <laughs> Our three point shooting is very poor. I'm trying to be kind. Of no, a don't be kind. It's <laughs> awful. To, it's awful. It's so bad. It's it's the matter between but, losing games and not losing games. See, the games. funny thing is though, our defense has kept us in games. You saw it against Georgia State. We were right there. Maybe if you don't take 25 threes and only make two for Maybe a team that shoots them inside. For, it's funny because for a team that almost shoots less than 30% for the three that they take that like many, they, it feels like they shoot less than 10% from the field from three. It does. Doesn't whenever it? they go inside, it seems like they're always making plays and then they go back out to the three and get comfortable for some reason after one make, I, it makes no sense. You could have beaten Georgia state. Who's probably going to go on to win this conference right now, or at least is the favorite. Are they right still now. undefeated? Uh, I think they in still, conference play. Yeah, they still they are. May, yeah, I think they're undefeated in conference. Yeah. I think they're 4-0. That's, cra- that, that's crazy. Uh, UTA is surprisingly in an eight-way tie for third in the Sun Belt right now, though. Yeah, no. Ironically. I think that just the bi- obviously the outlying issue is the three-point shooting, right? Yes. Uh, and it's funny because Coach claims they have shooters. Have you seen them? <laughs> no. And I'm going to hold them. Here's the thing. I'm not <laughs> trying to be A-W-O-L. hard on them. I'm not trying to be hard. What? They've been AWOL, absent without leave. <laughs> I'm just saying. <laughs> Hold on. Their three-point shooting has been Where did AWOL. you get that? A, I've never heard that. A what? Really? A for, what? I watch a show called Hogan's Heroes. That's where I got it from. A W. A W O L. Oh, it's AWOL. AWOL. Okay. Absent without leave. People say AWOL. You said AWOL. I didn't put it together. AWOL. Okay, moving on. Anyways, <laughs> the three-point shooting is horrendous. Coach thinks they have shooters, and I'm holding them accountable. I'm not being See, mean. I'm holding them accountable because I think they're good enough to be to win games, but they're not doing it. They're they playing are. the wrong and style. And you saw it the, this past weekend. Yeah. They, made, they somewhat limited the three-pointers. They made a few, but that helped, obviously. But whenever they attack the paint, they're better off. They're just better off. And they're good free-throw shooters. Brian Warren's so, got to be better. If you can, yes, Brian Warren does have to be. DJ's got to be he, better. He messed up that game against Georgia State. He blew it for us. Who? Brian Warren. Yeah. He, he messed that you up. You got to be us. better, man. If he's you're going to lead the team, and I and here's my thing. He's been a he's, he's been a solid player. He's had these games, but you just got to know when to back off. I know. That's the you thing. You can't just keep shoot throwing up prayers. <laughs> and here's the thing. It's like okay, everyone's asking: Is it the, is the issue because we there are a bunch of JUCO players that have never played with each other before? Or what? I mean, that, one that argument is one argument it, is that, or two, the other argument around that is, well, they're still juniors. They should just learn how to play with each other. I don't know. I'm confused. But it's not, I mean, it's not looking good right now for Coach Ogden's first year. And he, he could talk about March all he wants, but right now we're not going to get there. Not based on the way we're playing right now. We may not even make our own Sunbelt tournament. Could you imagine? That would just be what, what a What a fall. But right now, um... I think UTA is still good enough to at least squeak into that tournament. It'd be really hard to believe that we finished right at the bottom two. 
I don't see that happening. I think this weekend. Well, we're tied for. We're tied well, there's like third. six teams, there's right? There's an eight-way tie eight-way for third. Tie. Yeah, um, which is ridiculous. But hey, that means it's a wide-open book, right? You know, a good weekend there, good weekend here. You know, you're you're right there. It's crazy though because it's like we can hold teams to sixty points or you know you fifty-eight points, win. and we still can't win <laughs> because we can't even score that much. So I, I I just trying to figure out when coach says that they have shooters, where are they? Where are these shooters? Show me the shooters. Because Brian's not shooting I, well. And maybe it's just, I don't know what it is. Brian's not shooting well. DJ's not shooting like well. everyone you know? is just cold. But Patrick Mwamba's back, so that helps a little bit. He's, I think he's our best player, hands down, honestly. He, he, I mean, honestly, though? He, he contributes really the tough. most, I think. Okay, that's fair. You know? Um, I just don't get why. It's just hard to put, you know, it's just hard to put my tongue on what it is. Is it because they never played together before? I mean, that could be a factor. But they've all played. They've all played college ball before, so it shouldn't even. They shouldn't be losing like this. Is what I'm saying. They shouldn't be losing in the ways that they are. No, and there's some teams that they could have beat. I know they could have beaten Georgia State. I know they're one of the best in the conference. But you were right there. If you just go inside and take, maybe get to the free throw line a I'm, little more. And so they come. You if know, you Ar- just stop shooting. <laughs> Arkansas State comes in on Thursday, and then Little Rock comes in on Saturday. Do you think we win either of those? I think so. I think we can win those two because those are two of the bottom teams in the conference, at least projected-wise. I mean, I mean we're not going to shoot the ball well from the three-point line, so I mean... I mean, we can, but we just have to play better. I think, And based on this last weekend, I think that we could. We've, we've died too much by the three. Yeah. And I hate to beat a dead horse, but that's all it is, man. <laughs> the threes that's have all killed it is. us in games. I, it's just frustrating from where they've... Where they were Even to where they are now. Even five games, you had, like you were in them at halftime, but you just kept shooting threes, and it's like, why? Like those are the things that are killing you. Go to something that works. You're good at the free throw line, so attack the paint. Get I to mean, the free throw line. Here's the thing: I'm not quite sure we're going to be able to hold up in the tournament. Even if we do, as maybe. of right now, I don't. I don't know if we can. We can barely hold up in this conference right now by itself without in the Sun Belt you know, tournament. Yeah, yeah. Who knows? <laughs> That's what I'm saying. <sighs> We might be able to win a round based on shooting, but you're not going to win that tournament based on shooting. Just All these guys are going to be back next out. year, aren't they? Probably. Most of them? Yeah. Yeah. I think all of them, except for Scott. They got to figure it out, man. Because, and then we talk about, then we talk about attendance. Well. It's already bad. It's already bad. And it was I mean, bad last year. So we what do you got? So, deuce, I mean, yeah. I mean, you got to be better if you want the attendance there. You can't lose these games. They and they, that's the thing is like they have they yet have you ever seen them this year been able to close out a close game maybe other than like one or two? I guess the best description of that would have been Northern Iowa. Ever since, yeah, which is funny, right? Or, so or this past weekend, Saturday, but that's the only other one. Other than that, they've always found a way to lose, lose that game, whether because it's a one or two point game. They always find a way. Because they just try to, they shoot themselves out of it. They really do. They got to fix it. I know they do. It's, it's I, I know. It's rough. It's rough. We got a little bit of time left in the season. Let's hope for the best, Micah. Sure hope so. Let's hope they can start shooting well. Maybe they'll just turn it on, but I don't know. You know, you know what we've seen. So mm-hmm. that's all the time we have for this first segment. Up next, we'll be talking about, oh man, Micah. Those Dallas football Cowboys. 
Mike is a little emotional over here. It's been a, it has been a hard week for you, I have to say. Between Andy Murray and this, we're going to get and into everything that is wrong. Something to that, yeah. I know. We are going to get into everything that was wrong about the Cowboys. I know you have a lot to say about it. I have a lot to say about it. I can't wait to hear what you have to say about it. You, this might be the most ramped up you're going to get in the whole semester. But that's up next. Y'all stay tuned. You're listening to UTARadio.com. Welcome back to the hot seat here on UTARadio.com, iHeartRadio, Radio FX, and Facebook Live. I'm Micah Cobb. Cole, alongside the Birdman, Creighton Branch. Indeed. That's all I have to say. Indeed. Indeed. Indeed, Creighton. You already sound defeated. <laughs> Is that because you know what we're about to talk about? Yeah. <laughs> oh my gosh. I'm, I'm just trying to, to hold it all in until we start. <laughs> it's okay. I got tissues over here, Mike, if you start no, crying. No, I don't need tissues. Okay. Well, I got... What do you need? Oh, I don't know. <laughs> not I got, tissues. I got Tylenol I'm not over here if you start to, to get a headache, too. I might, need, I might need a psychiatrist by the end of this. Oh, that's how man. furious I am Well, right uh, yeah. You, you know you're not wrong. Okay. So let's get right into this. The Dallas Cowboys... Season has officially ended. No! It, yes, it, it, that's exactly what happened. It ended in L.A. on a Saturday night. We lost 30-22, to 22, which I could argue was really not even that close. It didn't feel that close, that's for sure. Micah, I don't want to waste any time with this because I know you got a lot of words. Uh, what went wrong? Scott. With the, what went wrong with Linehan. the Dallas Cowboys? Scott Linehan, dumb play calling, and Jason Garrett. Yeah. They are the problems of this team. They are the problems. Predictable play calling on the offensive end time and time again. You can't, look, you can't keep relying on that defense to keep bailing you out. You got to bail them out occasionally. That's, that's what cost them their season. I mean, they just could not, and there was a couple of dumb penalties also on the defensive end. But as I said, it goes back to the hey, you got to bail us out sometime. And I don't think they really did all season, except for maybe the Philadelphia game at, in Dallas. They really didn't. Who the I mean, defense or the offense? No, the offense didn't oh, bail out the defense okay. all season. I was getting confused there. The defense has bailed out yeah. the offense several times, but man. That that I kind of saw something like this possibly coming, like where the offense just wasn't going to be able to handle it. Yeah, it, that it was going to take a perfect game, no less. We just and we also ran into a better team. There's no way. There's no other way to put it. Is it safe to say we weren't ready? Well, that too. I don't think we were ready for the combo running back. We oh come on, we didn't expect that. Nobody did. That's the issue right there. <laughs> is that we shouldn't have been we shouldn't have to prepare for a running combo, whatever you want to call it. Because CJ Anderson shouldn't have been a factor in the first place. <laughs> no, he shouldn't have. No. No. But I think we underestimated a little bit. Of who? Todd. CJ Oh, okay. Oh, okay. I got some words about that too. Okay. Todd went off though. There's a there's a lot. What do you have? Thirteen rushes for like 120 yards. Whatever. Yeah, uh, it was. God, like every I, time he had, I the hate ball, to look at these numbers. Yes, Todd had 16 rushes with 115 yards, which is Gosh. you know his longest was 35, and uh, C.J. Anderson had 23 carries on a 123 yards total. Uh, Todd Gurley was averaging 7.2 yards a carry, which is terrible. Okay, the issue, as you pointed out, was Scott Linehan 
It's not even that. It's the whole staff, man. And it's the oh. Cowboys. No, stop. Oh, wait, stop. Rod Marinelli's not an issue. Okay. That's fine. That fine, fine, fine. He gets a pass. Whatever. I don't care. Is he helping? Did he help win the game? Yeah. No. Rod did. I. Yeah. Well, okay, not this game. Not against the Rams. It didn't work. You're right. Okay. I don't care. Which whoever, the whoever, season as a whole. Listen, yeah. You know what? The issue is the staff. Really? No, that's not fair enough. That's not fair to the staff. The issue is Jason Garrett. Okay? And everything else trickles under that. Jason Garrett. He's got to go. Does he not? Ha- am, I, am I crazy? <laughs> this he is, does have to how go. Many, how many weeks have we done this now? I Forever. Mean, since week one. It's been week one. Since we the preseason, this, actually. We, we were doing we're this giving when they were, too much when credit they by saying when week they were one. three and five. We've been calling for the man's job every week. No, no since, we, since week one. Actually, yeah. preseason. Yeah, no pre-season. difference here. We're calling for the man's job today, even though he's going to get a stupid extension. I don't even get that, by the way. Okay? <laughs> you're, you're, that doesn't make any sense. <laughs> I mean, what? It's... I feel so bad because he's because now he's becoming a Marvin Lewis and it's oh, it's so frustrating. Because making it so un this is so unacceptable, especially with America's team. You will never win. I hate to break it, dude. To you. And Jerry We're said never, that he would have five offers on the table if he was gone. We're, no, he no, would. he would no, not. Jer- no, Jerry doesn't. Jerry know. Just, here's the thing. Jerry doesn't know anything he's oh doing. Oh my god. Here's the thing. Jer- Jerry's a he's great, a businessman, but he's does. not football. No, he's not. He he's not, not football at all. And. God, it's just so frustrating. And a lot of people were talking about why couldn't the defense stop the run? Why couldn't the defense stop the run and everything? I was like, you really think you're going to beat the Rams by scoring 22 points? <laughs> let me get some. Okay, so hold on. Let me finish with Jason Garrett. I'll go to Dak, and then I'll go to Ezekiel Elliott. Okay? All right? You good with that? Yeah. Okay, we can tackle, tackle these go all ahead. together. Go. Okay, Jason Garrett, you'll never win with him. I don't understand how going 8-8, eight 8-8, eight, 8-8, eight and, eight, eight and, eight, and then 12-4. Four and twelve, thirteen Four and, and three. twelve, thirteen and three, nine and seven, nine and seven, ten and six, ten and six. And what do you have to show for it? One wild, no, two wild card playoff wins, right? And then because was they he won there with, for the Philadelphia one, which one in two thousand and nine? He won. He won. He won with Dak. I, actually, I think he was he won here this that one ten with and Dak. six. He won this one with Dak. Did he win the one with Tony Romo against the Lions? Yeah. Okay, well, that's two. I thought he had the Eagles one too. Which one? I thought he was around for that one. Which one was oh, that? Oh no, nine, I think. Or 10. No, that was Wade Phillips. Oh, that was still Wade? Yeah, Wade okay, Phillips. Okay. They fired him after that, yeah. Because I couldn't remember if the 10 and 6 season no, his, after the no, 6 the first, and 10 his, fir- his first seasons were 8 and 8, 8 and 8 and 8. Oh, okay, and, okay. Yeah, those were his seasons. You got two playoff wins that are wild cards. You have yet to win a divisional round. And that's when you've been the the two seed, or the one seed, in the 13-3 season. Okay. It was the three seed and the one seed. And then what? it was the... Yeah, that's what a, so we were the one seed with the 13-3 season. Yeah. Yeah. Correct. Okay. And, and then the Tony Romo year. Yeah. You can't win either one of those. So what are you doing? And not to mention and you, you have great talent. Let's let's go ahead and dissect it. The fourth and one play. When you run straight into I could argue the best two defensive linemen in the whole game and Aaron Donald. Especially Aaron Donald. We all know he's the greatest in the game right now, right? Or at least and then one you have no Kansu. Yeah, and Kansu. Yeah. <sighs> why? I was I was my, like, why are you doing that? My grandma saw that coming. That oh, play. That's obvious. What are you doing? You couldn't have ran in and then the here's the Literally thing, there was a, eight people in the box. Here's the thing that's a funny it's a funny insult to us is that the next fourth down play, what do they do? They do the sweep to the deck and they run the outside. Why'd you do that? <laughs> Why'd you do that? Well, dude, honestly, you could have probably passed real easily too. Jason Garrett needs to go. He won't go, so we can't ever win with him. Let me get to Dak Prescott. 
Dak had 20 for 32, 20, 32 carries and attempts, 266 on yardage, one touchdown with a QBR of 83. He has done, he he was really good, and I feel really bad for him. I know he was but good. His, he was great. Here's one thing. I'm not going to get on too much because he did, he, did, he did great, as I said. But he's just, it's incredible how inconsistent he can be sometimes with his passes. You know, <laughs> it's just kind of frustrating. And that's all I want to say about Dak. Dak, here's the thing. But Jason, Jason Garrett's part of that problem. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah, yeah. I'm not going to fully... No, I'm not, I'm not getting on Dak too much. I just want just a little yeah. bit. Uh, just, yeah. I, I wish get, he was more consistent. I wish he was more consistent. Uh, but he will battle hard, and he's never going to quit. So I that's like that. That's what I like about that. Right? Yeah. You got anything else to say about Dak? I think he's a phenomenal athlete. He can play. He's, okay. a, he's a competitor. I love it. Great. Moving on. Ezekiel Elliott. If... You had a question about who is the better running back between Todd Gurley and Ezekiel. I think this game answered it for you right then and there. There's I, no I hate question. To admit it, but it was this Todd Gurley. Was it was Todd Gurley. Pathetic. <laughs> it was awful. 20 carries, 47 yards. That's awful. That is so bad for the fourth pick in the draft. Dak and who wants to consider himself the best running back in the league? You got to do better than that. I'm going to say this right now. What? Dak is the only reason we were relevant in this game. I, I'm gonna say that right now. Is it ser- okay? So everyone keeps talking about how Dak Prescott is a product of Ezekiel Elliott. I'm not so sure after know. what I saw. Because I mean, remember last year Zeke was out for six games. Look yeah. at the way he played. He only got better with time. And then you also had your right guard or out. Yeah, they had a, they had a, they had a slew of and problems got, last year got on the line. Sacked that six really or seven times by the same yeah. person. Yeah, the Chaz but Green game. I look yeah. back on that and I just think, dang, look how much he's grown. As a player. Who, Dak? Yeah. yeah. He's grown a lot as a player. I know he's somewhat inconsistent at times, but I don't know if that's all his fault. It's no question to me now <laughs> who's better, Todd Gurley or Ezekiel Elliott. Todd Gurley ate Ezekiel Elliott's lunch from the sideline, <laughs> and they didn't even go against each other on the field. That was awful. That was terrible. And all we heard was about how the Cowboys were Even C.J. Anderson was better than yeah. Zeke. Oh, my gosh. Okay. Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. <sighs> At least on this and all night we heard, in particular. All we heard about how was the Cowboys rushing was going to be able to run against. That was going to be their, the way to win. It was going to run against the Rams. And that didn't happen. Because one of play calling and Ezekiel <laughs> Elliott. It's so infuriating. Okay. Next point. C.J. Anderson. You've got to be kidding me. <laughs> Him. Did you see how many pounds he's put on? A lot. A lot. And he's been cut from how many teams? <laughs> and then he just five randomly six, goes off. Five or six. And he just goes. And, and he's bull, and he's bulldozing through the line. By the way, our lines are pathetic too because they got, they got bullied. That was by awful. CJ that was terrible. No, by the li- no, by the offensive lineman and the defensive lineman for the Rams. And then CJ Anderson <laughs> was able to get through. It's like, come on. Oh. If CJ can get through, anyone can And my through. next point. That I'm you could really probably frustrated about is when we score to go 22-30 and you don't kick the onside kick? You've got to be kidding me. Are you on the side of you should kick the deep or on the onside kick? Now, I get Honestly, it. I get it because the NFL rules have changed and there's, what, an 8% chance that you're going to get the NFL, the onside kick in the NFL today. I think it was 3% this year, though. Uh, success, right? I thought it was 8 Oh, it was 8%? Whatever it was, sure? it was less than 10. It was bad. It was less than 10. But, uh, but I can put it to you two ways. Ask me this. What's the percentage you get in the ball when you kick it deep? Not very. No, there's none. Zero. Zero. Unless Zero. they fumble it Don't for some not. weird reason. No, seriously. So why would you do that? You well, know, yo, you know you haven't stopped them all game long. Exactly. Why would you the kick it deep? The one time you did, you stupid penalty. Yeah, so, oh, Running sh- into the, or whatever it was. Huh? 
it running was, into the it kicker. Was a, no, yeah, no, the uh, third and fourteen. Yeah, yeah, it was or a no, fourth and fourteen. The, there it was, was a, fourth it and was, fourteen. No, it was the third and fourteen. There was a fourth and fourteen, and there was a there was a punt, and we, the fourteen. And we was tried the, to block it, but it ended up penalty. You sure you're not talking about the hands to the face? Yeah, no, this was on a punt. They they were about to punt, and they were punting it away, and we tried to block it, and we ran into the kicker. That's the only fourth, the only time we stopped them all game. Well, we almost stopped them on the third down. Then we got the hands to the face, which was a ticky tack call. That was a stupid well, call. Well, there was that we got, too. But oh, not I'm to mention, to not to mention the in the what was it in the grasp of your old oh, line. Okay, that was stupid. What is that about? <laughs> that was stupid. What do you have to say about that? I don't even know where that came from. What? That that. Well, it's a rule, but not for your own offensive guy in the grasp of the defensive player. That's, that's where I'm lost. I don't. I'm at a loss for words. Oh, Lord. There we are, using it for the first time already. Already. I just can't. This is our peak. As much as you don't want to think it is, it is. The divisional round is our peak for the Dallas Cowboys until coaching changes happen. That you sucks. honestly think that this team sucks. can get to the Super Bowl next year? No. Not with him. Not with Jason Garrett. Not with him. We might be able to win the division again, but. And the Eagles are still relevant. They just had injuries, so that's the only reason why and they, they were almost, bad. They almost ended up in the NFC Championship, if we might add. Yeah, come on, man. 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 Do better. Seriously, do better. And I'll tell you what, here's my other hot take about this, is that Dallas sports has just been awful for the past, since after, the, after that game, I was just like, God, we just, we, we're bad. Everything here is awful right now. It's got to get <laughs> the better. The Rangers, well... Yeah. No. The Mavs will be on the come up eventually. Nah, let's not it's even. Getting, no, it's stop. better, but it's not. It great. ain't there yet. Yeah, it's not there yet. I, I am so with frustrated that, with this team. I'm. It was their one chance they battled, this year. They battled this year, but Jason Garrett just gets in the way, and he always does. And he's the worst play caller I think I've seen in a long time. Well, None, if there was a clapping Hall sense. of Fame. He'd be in it, as we always say. He's the best coach clap ever. <laughs> I could go up there the way, and clap. The way he cups his hands, man, hey, Creighton, gets the so sound out of his... I've got a question for it, you. It leads... It, his claps lead men more than him. What? You're going to apply for that position? The head coaching job? Yeah. I think anybody could do better. <laughs> Seriously. Hey, let's apply. Maybe we, maybe me and you can take over this team. Maybe the we Dallas, can figure something out. The Dallas out. Cowboy know. cheerleaders could have called a better play on that fourth <laughs> and one. Then, and that's no knock to them. Just anybody else could have done You know, I mean, just anybody put, else. Just let Dak call the play then. Might as well. Seriously. God, it's so frustrating. Let Romo call we the plays da- from the booth. Who no, cares? Yeah, sir, yeah, he will never come down to do offensive coordinating. But Why not? Because he's having, because he's getting paid millions of dollars, man, to talk about football, which he likes to do, and it's such a, it's a dream job. Not remember, because we talked about this, like whenever he was on the field, like well, not on the field, but whenever he was out there, you know, he had a headset on. I don't know. Did that make Dak better? I don't know. Say what? Do you think he was calling the plays? I, I I don't know. No, I mean, I don't know. I don't know. Do you think he was helping Dak? No. No? You no. don't think so? No, probably not. So you if think- I had to put my money on it, probably not. Oh, okay. By the way, let me mention this all. Someone just told me that the Stars are top five in the Western Conference. Whatever. That's not going to last. <laughs> don't give me that. Seriously. You know that, too. Right? <laughs> I right? know that. Yeah, you know that, too. I that just ain't gonna know last. how they work. Uh, I just don't see them. So Dallas like Sports that. is having a hard time right now. Get it together. Cowboys get together. Last my final I know point, that in the standings, they were in the wild card right now. But, yep. man. My that, final that point, and then I'll throw it to fast. you. 
is that this is our peak until we start making coaching changes. So get used to losing in the divisional round. You got one last point? I think you summed it up. God, it sucks. Just, it sucks. And Seattle probably could have beaten us anyway if they had just passed a ball. Yeah. No kidding. I'm Seriously, every time they pass, they ate up our defense. Like, I'm frustrated because we can never get our guys. Look, this is Jason Garrett's fault. We Cowboys, can never get our guys to play in the best games. The Cowboys need to, first off, get a pass rush. Last point. And two, they need to get rid of Jason Garrett. Absolutely. And Scott Linehan. Yeah, he can't, he can't fire up the guys to play these divisional rounds. And you it's can always, fire him up to play those New Orleans Saints, but yeah. you can't fire him up for the division. And you, and, you, and you saw it with the Green Bay Packers, too, a couple years ago, is that it's a little too late. You know, they get down so far. And then they go, oh, crap, we're in the divisional round. Maybe we should play some ball. <laughs> and then they try, and it's already too late. I don't know. I'm frustrated. And they also used up too Let's much stop time talking about it before we both have heart attacks. How about that? Well, I already had plenty of those during the game. That's true. On to next season, I guess, is all we have to say. That is it for this we'll segment. We'll get them next year, right, Jerry? Right? I know. That is it for this segment. Coming up, still football. Going over to the college side. Micah. I want to know what you have to say about the national championship. It was one, I guess you could say, to remember because of what happened. I want to get your take on some of these players and where Clemson stands coming in the further years. That is coming up here on utaradio.com. Oh, yeah. You're listening to the hot seat. Welcome back to the hot seat here on utaradio.com, iHeartRadio. And Radio FX, as always, streaming live on Facebook Live, but I believe we're having some technical difficulties, which is okay. Uh, I believe it was that the sound's not working. Yeah. Something like we're that. We're getting some. Yeah, sound's some not working. I don't know. Y'all, on Facebook uh, who knows? Some, you know, sometimes it goes wrong. Something goes right. But however, we do have the uh, Dallas Mavericks live score up there. So if you want to check that out, you can. Yeah. yeah. I don't know. We'll fix it. I don't know. What we'll the fix score it eventually. Right do you know what the score is, Creighton? <laughs> No, I don't want to look because if I look, we're going to lose. I know. <laughs> last I checked, we were up 20, so let's uh, hope that, we're let's still Because last time we looked, we blew that 20-point lead. The 25, actually, against the Atlanta, sadly. Thanks for reminding me, Micah. <laughs> Getting right into it, though. College football is over. There is a new champion crowned. My champion that I picked, you so graciously picked the Notre Dame Fighting Irish. How do you feel about that? Uh, Wait, you win Clemson, some and you lose some? Those Clemson Tigers were just way too good. I underestimated them. Yeah, that's what I'm, I'm, about, that's what I'm about to say. I, I that's what I'm about to get about into. That. Clemson was yeah. so good. Yeah, you were. Um, but you got to like that coach. Clemson. That Dabo Sweeney is a great coach. Yeah, Dabo, yeah. Dabo. Uh, so Clemson yeah. was crowned the new college football champions. Beat up on Alabama, 44-16 to in Santa Clara at the Levi's Stadium in California. Man, I, I just want to recap this game. That's a, for sure. Yeah, no, I want to recap this game a little bit. I picked Clemson to win the whole thing, and I, I knew they'd, and I told y'all, I knew they would handle Notre Dame soundly, and I knew Bama would handle Oklahoma soundly. The semifinal games are never good. And um, I, I had a feeling that in the championship game, I picked Clemson by 10 in the championship game. And I thought it might have been closer, but I but I had a feeling that maybe they could pull something off, but I didn't. I didn't ever think that it would actually happen to the point where I saw a blowout. I didn't either. So I don't, <laughs> I don't know. think what, anybody what, what, did. Yeah. What were your takeaways from this game, man? It, Clemson's just that good. Yeah. There, there's no other words to put. Trevor Lawrence is something else. Yeah, we'll get. It in. was the right decision. You had to get. Look, Kelly Bryant was a good quarterback, but you had to make a tough decision to. To get to this point, so you had to 
give up something good for something great. Yeah. So, yeah, it was a tough decision, but Dabo had to make a choice to make, to ensure that his team is in the best position to win. Yeah, no And da- he made the right choice. No, Dabo Dabo picked the right thing to do. And that's why it, he's it, a great it, coach. It paid off. That's why he's won two national championships. Right. He's able to make those big decisions that most coaches won't be able to. So my question to you next is has the Clemson dynasty just begun? Are we starting to see the turn of what was the Alabama dynasty Honestly, with Nick Saban now passing the torch to the Clemson Tigers with Davo Sweeney and the new quarterback, Trevor Lawrence? Uh, is this their time? I think so. You think uh, so? Is there any reason to believe that it's not? No. I mean, here's, here's my thing is that I think it's going to be a long rivalry between these two teams. This is just the beginning. Oh, but Clemson, I think, has a leg up for a couple of years now. Oh, yeah. Sure. Uh, Clemson has the upper hand for a, a little bit right now, for sure. Here's my takeaway from the game. Um, this is the first time, I think, in a while that we've seen another team have better athletes, straight up, better athletes than Alabama, just flat out across the field. And also... Including two years ago, whenever what? Clemson beat Bama, uh, Deshaun Watson? I think all around, yeah. Okay. You Deshaun- don't think that was a better team than Alabama? You think it's just kind of they played well, their I think best they're game? Well, I think they were a better team, but I don't think talent-wise matching yes. up, they were like absolutely better. I just oh, thought yeah, they yeah, knew yeah. how to win more. And, you know, obviously they, a, I think they had the better quarterback who should have won the Heisman um, in Deshaun Watson. And he's going to will you to wins. Uh, but this time around, I just think Clemson had the flat-out better team all around. And also, for the first time, uh, Nick Saban got his butt outcoached. Hardcore. He had no clue. We always say, our saying is, oh, he's flustered, you know, when things are going wrong. And he was. He definitely was flustered. And he so, had no idea what he was like, what was going on. And there was because he's not used to that. And he, he got he's not so, used to getting yeah, beat up and like it that. It took him so far out of his coaching element. He was making th- making mistakes and call pl- playing calls that I've never seen him do, <laughs> like the punt. You remember the punt, fake punt with the that was so which weird. was awful. Things like that. Like, Nick why Saban, are you running out the middle first off? Yeah, things like that. Nick Saban never does. He never gives into that. And Dabo Sweeney made him do that. Not just Davos Sweeney, the whole team, but like that was the that was my takeaway. Great was, execution, was great that coaching. Alabama, you know, and here's the thing is that the what 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 Davos Sweeney's done at Clemson is sort of remarkable because they come into that game and this not just this one, the year the year before, even though they lost, the year before that and the year before that. They come into that game and they're the only team I think in the nation that says, Hey, we're not scared of you. We can, we can beat, come you. And beat you. We can beat you. And here's the thing: is like I love that. I love that somebody most can teams do that. when they play Alabama, they look, they. And here's a cool They're thing: intimidated. Well, yeah, and they look. I mean, when Alabama comes out, they look at Alabama. Clemson does not. Things like that. Clemson doesn't look at Alabama. They don't care. They're on their sideline. They know they can beat these guys. Um, Alabama's got their hands full, I think. And do I think the Clemson dynasty has just begun? Heck yeah! And I tell you why: it's two words, and I think you know what I'm going to say. What are those two words? You don't know. That's okay. Go ahead. Trevor Lawrence. Lawrence. This kid, man. I have listen, I I I have argued on him all year long. I don't think Okay. Do I think he had the stats of a Heisman quarterback? Obviously no because he didn't play all the games and they didn't they didn't have to he didn't have to do what the other ones were doing. That's fine. But this kid, man, is so special. I mean, he's he's a true freshman, threw 347 yards, three touchdowns, with a QBR of 92. Okay? This kid, I don't think I could say enough about Honestly, how awesome this kid I'm is. I'm going to say something. What? I'm already excited for next season to see this kid play again. That game made me super excited. Oh, yeah. 
And um, I love Trevor Lawrence. Great guy too. Yeah, no, he's an awesome guy. And we talked, you know, we talked to him at the Con Bowl and everything. And he That's was just so he was just he was just really cool. And um, he's a really nice guy. He's really funny. And you know, doesn't take anything for granted. That's no, for sure. he no, he doesn't. But off. he's the highest rated kind of he's the highest rated QB prospect to come out ever. Was he ever. in the Heisman race at all? No, that but is, that but, but that's to because, be fair though he didn't start from sta- the beginning. Yeah, and his stats weren't what they should have been for the Heisman uh, because they didn't need him to be. Next year he will be, because um, oh, yeah. like he all you know all the reins are off for him next semester. I mean next year, and he's got it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, oh yeah, by far. And so he's the highest he's the highest rated high school co- prospect quarterback wise to ever come out. And he, I mean, he's as advertised. This kid is like a human. This is what I say about like maybe like people like LeBron James and uh, Zion Williamson. Like when you make my player in two K, you make those kinds of guys. So when you're making my player and or whatever <laughs> you want to call it in Madden, you're making Trevor Lawrence, who is a six. I mean, he is tall. He is six six. He, he was over two hundred pounds. He can run. He can pass, and he is super smart, and he's accurate. He can do it all, and he's got an arm. Like, it's a crazy arm. I'm going to one-up you. I'm going to one-up you. You said that you're excited about next year. I think we're watching maybe the best quarterback ever that's going to end up playing in, this, in, in the game of football. I'm in college dead, football no, or in NFL I'm, in no, general? I'm talking, and I've thought, and people have called me crazy for this, and I've had two weeks to think about it, and I'm not backing off on it. I've never seen anything like this kid. I just haven't. He is pretty special. It's hard to come in, and especially as a freshman, and just take And it's over. not even just the just freshman totally stuff. Take it, over. I've just never seen someone's mechanics so well-rounded. And was did he make all the most accurate passes in the championship game? No. He is still, you know, and he's still he's, he's still, still 18. The fact that he still has but stuff fact, to learn yeah. and get better yeah. is scary. No kidding. No kidding. This kid is going to be so good on the next level. It's going to be amazing. And I, I throw in the name Tom Brady because I think he's going to be— And I can't say he's— a, Surprisingly, I, I, I Tom been, Brady was drafted in the sixth round. I know. Too, well, this kid so ain't this, this, yeah, this kid Tom, is a first yeah. rounder, though. No, this kid is a first round pick. He'd be the first round pick if he came out today, which sucks because he can't because you got to so the NCAA. What rules. you're saying is the Cowboys should go 0 16 intentionally and get Trevor Lawrence. Well, no, because y'all guys like Dak. Correct. I, but but sometimes no, you got to get rid here, of something good for something great. Yeah, here's my, here's my thought on that that I've been thinking about that not a lot of people have ever picked up on. Okay. Well, before I get to that, let me finish this um, with with Trevor Lawrence. Go ahead, go ahead. Yeah, I've Sorry. never seen anything like this mechanics wise and everything. I think I I can't say I've been saying that he's going to be greater than Tom Brady, but I don't know where Tom Brady's going to end up yet because he's still playing. So I don't think that's fair for me to say. But he's going to be on that level, like that great level, eight straight you know AFC championships, five Super Bowl. I mean, he's going to be there. I I seriously think that. Uh, you can call me crazy. I certainly hope so. You can call me crazy, but I think I'm watching the best quarterback to ever play. I mean, this this is nuts. So he's the Michael Jordan of the NFL or, or football is what yeah, you're Yeah, he's just okay. everything you would want a quarterback to be. He just is. And you know what? At some point, we're going to have to face it that the, one of those one of those guys is going to come around and be that. And maybe this is it. I my think next it could point, be. My next point before we get out of here is, okay, Tom Brady's 41. Next year, he'll be 42. And in Trevor's junior year, 43. After Trevor's junior year, he's going to be eligible for the for the draft. Now, if you're the Patriots and Tom Brady's forty three, and let's say you win a Super Bowl, maybe this year or next year, in that forty third season of Tom Brady, what do you do? Because if Tom, what what if you say, hey, are you ready to retire? And Tom Brady retires at forty three, do you do whatever it takes to get the first in the first draft pick and you pick up Trevor Lawrence and you oh. go straight from Tom Brady to Trevor Lawrence? Do you? Oh man, yes. Could you imagine? Yes. 
going straight from him to him. Because it's not like, yeah. That would be sick. Because Tom Brady's going to be old enough to retire. I would love to see him in Dallas uniform. I know. I really would. And who that knows? That would be I mean, something. Whoever gets him is going to be crazy amazing. Crazy things happen. Crazy yeah. things happen. Whoever's going to get him is going to be amazing. But that's my point. I just started to think. I was like, well, Tom Brady's 41. Now he'll be 42. Um, the rivalry. Yeah, he'll be 42. Begun. And then he'll be 43 during Trevor's junior year. And Do they have to go two or three years in, it, in college before they can go to the They NFL? go three. They have to, they go, have three to go three to junior. Okay. Tom Brady will be 43. Do you tell Tom, okay, do you trade? I mean, maybe you trade him away. I don't know. You do someone Tom Brady in the last season, or does he retire? Do you make him retire or tell him, hey, retire? You do whatever it takes to get down to that first round pick, the first draft pick. He's going to be the first pick. And you pick up Trevor Lawrence and you ride him out for another 20 years. Seriously. (laughs) It's possible. But that's just what I just wanted to throw it out there because I've been thinking about it. And it seems logical. That would be, I think, a great move for the Patriots. We'll we'll see. They might be going from greatest quarterback ever to the next greatest quarterback ever. But I seriously think this kid's got it. I really do. He'll win some Super Bowls, I think, for sure. Oh, not just some. He's going to win a lot. He's a winner. He's a winner. He's a winner. He is going to. Yeah. He is a. He is a. And they're probably going to win next year and the year after that if he's and the year after that if he stays if he stays for his now it all goes out the window. Yeah, it all goes out the window if if he stays for a senior year and win the fourth one. I mean, who knows? Oh, he definitely could. He is. He's just special. That's all I have to say about that. You got a last point before we get out of here? I think you summed it up with the word special. No. I, I just one it's one of those things. It's of one of those things, and I try not to get caught up in the moment, and I don't think I am because I've had a lot of time to think about this since January seventh. I just can't believe my eyes what I'm seeing from that kid. He's just special, he just, and we're just gonna just have to admit that maybe this is it. College, well, maybe supposedly the maybe best this is it, and not to mention his wide receivers are amazing too. Clemson's gonna be around for a lot of years, but that's all the time we have for this segment. Up next, Kyler Murray is making headlines. I got an interesting question for you coming up about Kyler Murray and his decision to go to baseball or football we'll get into that next you're listening to the hot seat here on utaradio.com welcome back to the hot seat here on utaradio.com radio fx iHeartRadio, and facebook live i'm micah cole alongside creighton branch the birdman Trevor Lawrence, greatest quarterback ever. I'm just going to keep saying it. <laughs> Maybe that'll be your nickname. Everybody hates Trevor me because they think I'm riding the gravy train. I don't care. This kid's awesome. I don't think it's awesome. the gravy train. I think you're right. I think I just, there's something about this kid. Trust me on this. Hey, I'm not doubting you when you say that. You listen to I Juice? Def- what? I'm not doubting you. You listen you to Juice that. World? Juice World? Yeah, that's who's playing. Is that something uh, that's else who's I playing. need to know about now? I mean, I don't know. I mean, he's grown on me. I just didn't know if you listened to him. No, I honestly haven't. Check him out. I don't know. All right, cool. <laughs> We'll get <laughs> sounded like a good song, so oh, okay, perfect. I'm glad so, you liked it. So, I mean, you have you have a good taste for music, Creighton. So, oh, I appreciate that, Micah. I, I really do. Thank you so much. Hey, I still got California Love on my playlist. Amen. <laughs> okay, so Kyler Murray's making headlines with his uh NFL declaration, right? And right. also his um opportunity to go play for the Oakland A's because he's already been drafted. Now, the situation with Kyler Murray is that as of Monday when he declared, the A's have 72 hours to match the offer that he wanted, which was $15 million to come play for them. Other than that, he will he will go play football. Now, real quick, 
this isn't the question I want to ask you because too many people ask this yeah, question. That, but I, 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 but I, I just want to know your opinion real quick. Um, which sport should he go play? Ooh. Dang, that's a tough question. Well. What is the right move? Okay, what like, do you, first, what's the right move, and then what do you think he's going to go play? Well. Real quick. Oh, this is tough. Well, I know. You got to pick one, though. I think the right move is to go play baseball. Okay. Because he was so good at baseball, and he still is. But I think he's going to end up going to the NFL. Okay. If he re- Oh, he, no. Because yeah. I, I get his logic. He doesn't want to go to the minor leagues. He wants to play right now. But that's why he's trying to force that onto them. Yeah, I think that's why he declared, really, to so be honest with you. So now he's going to... And it could be just one of those bluff things. It's like, hey, I'm trying to get you to do this. I want you to, to sign me right now. But, yeah, I think he's going to end up going to the NFL, unfortunately. Yeah, which same is, thing. Which is I, unfortunate. I because... think that, yeah, you're right. I think he's going to, I think he should play baseball. He might really play baseball. But I, if I had to put my money on it, I'm going to stick with the football. And he was good. In, he's a good football player. Yeah. I'm not doubting that. No, he was. But... He's just too short. I know. There's no knock and, on him. You can't hey, look, change that. Johnny Menzel was good, but but yeah, you that saw was a rough height. Up. Yeah, and not not just height with Johnny. It was his off the field issues too. Well, that didn't help. Either. That didn't help. Didn't but help. but his height his height made it really hard on the field. And Kyler Murray is super small, a lot smaller than Johnny. Oh, he's, man. They say he's five eleven, five ten, but so he's, he's honestly come on. He's a five nine. I mean, he stands. So he's my height, yeah, he literally. Did. Yeah, <laughs> seriously. Um, now my my real my real question to you. Is uh okay, so um, let me lay it out for you. Really about to be blown away. No, by your no, no. I just don't think a lot of people have been asking about this. So right, he, so he's go picked. Ahead. He's picked first in the draft. I'm not first, but he's picked in the first round of the MLB draft in ninth, and he's probably going to be picked. He's projected to go to the Jacksonville Jaguars. Ooh. Sorry to everyone that's a Jaguars fan. You know what I'm talking about. And uh, Blake Bortles. Well, yeah. Uh, is he better than Blake Bortles? I don't know yet. But anyways, that's top ten pick. I think so. Huh. Also, in the MLB. $15 million would be the most, I think, by a rookie ever, honestly. The MLB has a rule against that. But they are literally going to bend and break their own rules so they can have Kyler Murray as a as a talent in their league so they can sell his name, right? So my question to you that a lot of people, I don't, I don't, I don't think a lot of people are asking this. I mean, could you honestly make the argument that Kyler Murray might be, if not, I mean, one of, if not the most influential Youngest like sports person ever. Seriously, has anybody yeah, because, has anybody ever had the, who done would this bend before? A rule like that. Just why would somebody break their neck out for for you to come to their sport? Like seriously, I mean, I've he, never seen that before. He's, I mean, I've he's, never seen right? that. He's twenty two years old, twenty one, twenty two years old, and he is literally Look, telling these guys what to do. It's funny. Is he? I mean, is he the most influential name in sports? I don't know. Ever? I don't know. Maybe. I've just never seen anything like this before. I've never seen anything like you this before. You haven't even seen that from LeBron. <laughs> no, seriously. And like, LeBron. Seriously. And it's not like they were gonna. I mean, LeBron. When LeBron was coming out of uh, high school, they weren't gonna. They they were gonna give him what they were gonna give him. You know, they weren't gonna give him anything crazy. And the fact that baseball is like, we will help out the A's to get him. I just think is beyond <laughs> anything I've ever thought I would see. I've For never, a kid I've never that's never played some... in the pros before, so I, I also and that could be here's a big my other thing blow is that, for the A's too if if that doesn't work out because that's a lot of money. 
If you're giving him 15 million just to walk in right now. Think of, I mean, that's, oh, yeah, man. that's crazy. A 21 year old is controlling his own future for the first time. I think we've ever seen that. Those, none of those guys can really, I mean, he didn't pick, he didn't pick where he wanted to go in, in draft wise. And when did, but he's picking on if he wants to play for that team. So how, how much, much longer, He's literally deciding how much money he wants to make. And he declared and he's 21 yes, Monday, years old, right? He declared Monday, right? He declared so Monday that means to he the draft. until tomorrow, right? It's tomorrow. No, Friday. Or 72 oh, hours. Sorry. I don't know. So, yeah, 72 tomorrow, hours. I think, yeah, right? tomorrow. So Tuesday, the end of tomorrow. Yeah, something like that. Okay, the something end of tomorrow. And um guess we'll find out tomorrow. Yeah. Well, I mean, yeah, they'll match the offer. They have till the end of the week, I guess, to match the offer. And you don't have to um, go to spring training until February. But yeah, seriously, I know, I I've never know. seen anybody have this much leverage before. Ever. Between a team. I mean, he's just controlling what he wants to do. So I, I was just sitting back and... This will be the first time if he goes first round in the in the NFL, it'll be the first time ever. Not even Bo Jackson or any of those guys did it that a that a player has been picked in both first rounds of two major sports, and he's getting to pick his own salary for baseball. And they're going to bend the rules just for Kyler Murray. They've never done that before. You know how traditional baseball is; they don't change for nothing. But here they are. So is he the most influential figure ever in sports? Maybe on a scale Quite of possibly. of how young he is and everything, it's crazy it's to me. Hard honestly. To find, I- Trust me, I and I think that's the question else. we should be asking more than where's he going to go if he should play baseball or football. I think we should be asking seriously: Have you ever seen a player had this much leeway wherever he like make this much decision about his future before in pro sports? This much impact? That's crazy. No, I don't think like, we have. I, I don't. I've never seen that in any sport. Not NFL. Not NBA. Not NHL. Not not baseball. Yeah. No. Not soccer. Not nothing. Nothing. I could probably, I maybe I could throw some soccer names in there, but I don't even think I can do that because it really wasn't them saying, "Hey, I want this much. I'm not going to come play for you if I don't get this much." And the other team saying, "Oh yeah, we'll give you that much." <laughs> I mean, in the, I mean, I, the That's just, literally no. the league <laughs> is going to help the A's out so they can, so they can have that tells Kyler you how Murray. They are the because MLB. the league. Here's the thing: because the MLB does not believe. I don't know why. Maybe they do. I don't know. But the MLB, I don't think, believes that they can survive without a big name like Kyler Murray right now because ratings are going down, the change, the game um, is not changing that much, and the way basketball is going, and football is even getting faster, we're more conditioned to watching those sports than baseball. Now, I know you like baseball, but the majority of Americans are starting to switch over. Basketball is becoming a global brand. Football is even becoming a global brand. I mean, and baseball's kind of just sitting there. So I think that they think that they, Kyler Murray is the name they need to get. They have to, to do something to compete. Yeah, that's, it's, it's the name they like, need to get. And the fact that they're willing to do whatever it takes, and he's, you're, you're my age. He's, you're my age. I mean, he's just in college this year, and he's picking whatever he wants, I think is influential without a doubt, maybe the most, you know, leveraging of a player I've ever seen, for lack of a better word. Ah. I'm stunned. But that's the question I wanted to ask you because I just think that we're completely missing the point of how big of a deal this actually is, whether he should go play baseball or football. Think about what he's asking and what they're going to give to him. Just to... Imagine if you walked into your employer and you were like, hey, give me $500,000. I'm not coming to get you. And they'd be like, well, we can't. And you'd be like, I'm not coming. And then, like, okay, let me go talk to my boss. And then the whole... and then. Whoever the CEO of the whole entire <laughs> industry is like, oh yeah, bend the rules for that guy because we want him because we can't survive you, without him. I mean, think about this. this. Okay, go the on. problem with this is though, if if they really do 
carry on and bend this rule. Oh, they will. Well, the problem with this is because they wouldn't talk about it. People they were are going to try this, this but no, stunt. I don't. But will they ever do it again for someone like that? I don't. Maybe, maybe. I know, but, but look how long like, oh, it's you taken. did it for Kyler. Why not for me? They you might. Know? They might say Kyler's might. a special case, but that's what I'm saying. See what you're saying you right there. You what you're saying that. right there is the fact that that's why I'm asking this question because look what he is doing to the rules and to the sport that I have to sit there and be like, okay, maybe this kid is the most influential figure ever in sports. Because he's literally changing the game. I mean, I'm seriously, he is changing it because he's picking his own salaries. And they're like, okay, <laughs> that's cool. ridiculous. I know. I'm just like, and think about it. Think about this. If what he's asking now, 15, 20 million dollars, 15, 20 million dollars, he hasn't even played even a minor league game, you know, or <laughs> let alone a majors game. What's he going to be worth in 10 years? What is he going to want then if he goes pro for baseball? Oh, gosh. I know. I'm Especially just like, oh, if he my ends gosh. up being decent. I know. Good. He's got an arm. I'll give you that. But and center I just, I just think it's, uh, I think it's crazy. You have to develop. You have yeah. to to learn new things. You can't just expect to walk into the major league. I mean, maybe somebody can, but most people, if if not everyone, need to develop in the minor leagues. It just doesn't work that way. I just seriously think that we need to look back and say, okay, this kid's actually. Now, am I, am I against it or for it? I don't even know yet. I have to think about it. But I think we have to sit back and think, this kid is doing something we've never seen before, literally deciding his whatever he wants when he's he wants it. And they're, saying, and they're saying, okay. That's pretty influential to me, if you ask. <laughs> That's I mean, incredible. Uh, incredible. I, I, I know. You don't see Trevor Lawrence out here doing that. <laughs> Seriously? No, I'm just saying, you don't. Come on. He's going to eventually. Let me tell you something about We'll, we'll leave Trevor Lawrence in the past right now. Trevor Lawrence is the greatest quarterback of all time. I'll okay. just keep saying it. Cool. <laughs> One Go day, ahead. maybe. Right. But that's all the time we have for this segment. I just think that's crazy. I know you think that's crazy. I, we'll see what he does decides to do. Whatever it is, he can pick wherever he wants to and how much money he wants, I guess. I just think that's nuts. <laughs> but up next, getting into our greatest debate, I want to know, this is Tom Brady versus LeBron James. Whose achievement is greater? That's coming up here on the Hot Seat, Micah. You're listening to UTARadio.com. Welcome back to the hot seat here on UTARadio.com, iHeartRadio, Radio FX, and whatever you want to call the Facebook live stream for tonight. We're having a lot of technical (laughs) issues. Uh, Not only can they not hear us, whatever, I don't know. Apparently the score changed too, so now y'all are... (laughs) The watching, watching the Orlando Magic, watching the Detroit Pistons and the Orlando Magic, which I hope that's a good game for your sake. I have no idea. Um, Lots of funny stuff. It's our going first on day tonight, back, right? folks. It's our first day back in over a month. Cut us some slack, I guess. We'll be better next uh, week. Next week. Listen, we don't have to be better until the Cowboys start being better, right, Mike? Hey, at least we're, you know, yeah. I uh, bet you we'd beat them in a football game. At least at coaching. I can promise everybody that's listening that we will figure out the live stream issue, and next week we are going to be squared. Good thing we're, we're not in the divisional round, right, Creighton? We're gonna, uh, no kidding, we'd lose by a lot. <laughs> Tonight. So, usually for this fifth segment, I give you a, um, ask you a question of who's your top greatest, stuff like that. We're going we're gonna to keep it like that, but that's we're going to be a little bit different. We're going to expand it more with this semester, too. Um, really, I just want it to be like a greatest debate with achievements or top list or anything, right? Perfect. So this is the debate that's been going on for this week. Uh, 
Since Brady is the go over oh. Andrew Luck, okay? As much as you like Andrew Luck, he'll never be hey, as good as Tom Brady. I never said he was the nah, go. Whatever. I never said yeah. he was the go. Oh, I, I got a lot of things to say about Andrew Luck. But I, I, I never said he was the go. You can't quote me on no, that. No, but you picked him to win the Super Bowl, I think, like six times over the past week. I didn't, I didn't pick him to week. win the Super Bowl. I said I picked him to pick Can- or beat pick Kansas City. Did they? No. Okay, cool. I was wrong. Yeah. yeah I was wrong, are. folks. So is everybody else that always picks Andrew Luck. Is he I a Hall only, of Fame quarterback? I picked him to lose to the Patriots. Is he a Hall of Fame quarterback? No. Okay, good. That's that's where that needs to end. So, but yeah. No, I didn't pick him done. to beat the Patriots. Whatever, we're done. We're done. I didn't pick him to beat the Patriots. So now that Brady has won against the Chargers, completely throttled them in the divisional round from the AFC. I uh, know. Nope, I picked them to go to the Super Bowl. I think I'm sitting pretty Kansas high on City? that one. Or No, no the Patriots, I picked the Patriots me. and the Saints in the preseason when we were on the show. And that's still looking good. Anyways, Brady has now gone to eight straight AFC championships. No surprise. This is the debate because the two most notable sports figures over our generation have been Tom Brady and LeBron James. LeBron James is on his quest to go to his ninth straight conference finals. He's been to eight straight Eastern conference. Hold on. He's been to eight straight Eastern conference finals. So my question to you, which one is, which achievement is greater? Is it Tom Brady's AFC championships eight straight or LeBron's eight straight uh, Eastern conference finals? Oh, this is no debate at all. Tom Brady all day long. Because look, look how look how much competition he even had in the Eastern Conference. Go ahead and tell me who what? who has competed with LeBron James in the Eastern Conference. Oh no, I mean yeah, maybe seriously. the Pacers. That's the about pa- it. The Pacers for those couple Pacers, years with Roy Hibbert and Paul and George. Even last and all those guys. year they gave him a run too, seven games. Oh yeah, with Victor so, and all those guys. <laughs> for some reason, the Pacers just love getting to their heads, but. Other than that, he hasn't had any competition at all. And the Celtics Toronto were supposed to be wins. there, but Toronto's was a bunch yeah, of yeah. No, Toronto. He's got Toronto's number. <laughs> Toronto's yeah. Toronto's a regular Bor- season team, more like Toronto. But we'll get to that later. <laughs> Boring city, but yeah, yeah it that, is. I, I don't think it's a debate. Tom Brady's just been that great. He's so, had the competition. He's had the Steelers in his way. Beat him. The Broncos a few years ago. What about to him. the people that talk about how he's playing in an easy division with? Uh, the Bills I mean, and the Dolphins. But and... he still has results in the playoffs. Okay. It's not the same. Like, you're not playing the same teams year after year. I uh, mean, you are in your division. Well, yeah. But outside of that, it's it's different year to year. You're still beating everybody. You're still beating these great teams. You're beating the Steelers. You're beating the Cow- Cowboys or whoever you want to say. Yeah. You're beating the Seahawks on the other side, which was a powerhouse a few years ago in the Super Bowl. I mean, what, what more... How can you even debate that? Well, you got to throw the Super Bowls out because we're not talking about the Super Bowls. But, yeah, I know what you're saying. No, I'm just saying in general, like, he's got the wins to back it up. Yeah, the division sucks. But that just goes to show, you know, hey, we're still being dominant. We're not dawdling around. We're taking care of business no, when we need to. Yeah, no, I'm with you. I mean, I thought you'd pick LeBron, but oh no, 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 no. I'm with you. I'm picking. I, I think Brady's achievement is greater because I just think football games are so much harder to win, especially in the playoffs, than some basketball. And games. plus, in the NBA, and, usually the better team wins anyway. In the NFL, and why is that? Happen. And why is that? Because better talent. Well, no, because they play four out of seven games. And, well, so that obviously too. That, the that better. Helps. So like but most likely in the, the NFL. I mean, anything can happen. Well, that's like because they're playing one Sunday. game. Yeah, because they're playing one, one game. game. Yeah, well, and all the pressure's on you. If you lose, well, the it's pressure's over. on the it's basketball over. players too. Well, yeah, but that's four out of seven. You lose one, okay. Go yeah, it's still one. a big deal because you you dropped one to the other team. They're only three wins away. I mean, the pressure's oh, but, there. Yo, you're but I'm saying is that you lose game four. Oh well, well. Uh, Okay, that's not what I meant. No, but, I'm just saying. But like <laughs> in general, like if a, a one seed is playing the eight and you lose the first game. 
Nine times out of ten, you're going to win that series anyway. Why don't you ask the Dallas Mavericks how that went? Oh, gosh. Let's not get into that. Yeah, that's what I thought. Why don't you ask the Dallas Mavericks how it went? That's why I said nine times out of ten. Yeah, that's right. We are, unfortunately, that tenth time. And just like the Cowboys are the one out of ten teams. Well, here's my thing. Yeah, no. And then make it to the Super Bowl. Thank you. And gosh. Yeah. So, no, yeah, you're still on the on the Cowboys. That's okay. We can keep getting on them for the rest of the show. But Brady, um, <laughs> I think Brady's are just better because, yeah, LeBron, LeBron played. He's a winner. In, wait, he's a winner. Oh, well, yeah, he's a winner. So is LeBron. But LeBron played in a Eastern Conference, I think, for most years that was very watered down. Also, here's the thing that I don't think a lot of people have talked about was that look at the teams LeBron's played with. Okay. Last year. Between, well, not that one, but. Well, he didn't win the five. I mean, yeah, but he was playing. That's the thing. He's playing in an Eastern Conference that was watered down. But he's playing with guys like Chris Bosh and Dwayne Wade. And look at the team he pulled together for the first couple of years in Cleveland. I mean, he's always playing with stars. Tom Brady's got absolutely nobody on this team this year. He really didn't have anybody mostly on last team on the team last year. I mean, he almost carried that team to a Super Bowl. The Randy Moss one, year. I'll give you. I'll give you the Randy Moss one. I'll give you the first year in 01. Things like that. I mean, he's good then, but like most but of the time, he's having to do it on his own game. because Bill Belichick can't coach right. So, but that Seattle game. What Seattle game? That Seattle Super Bowl. Well, I can't talk about the Super Bowl because we're talking about the AFC Championships. Well, yeah, I know. And the I'm conference just finals in general. Like just looking at a, at the body of work of Tom Brady. I know, but I'm not asking who's better. Tom Brady's obviously <clears> better. I'm asking whose achievement is better: eight straight AFC championships well, yeah. eight or eight straight, straight AFC championship. That's that's a hard thing to do consistently. Yeah, that's that's hard. Football games are hard, and think about the teams you're having to play, and it's not easy to win those. And even in Foxborough, it's still tough. And, it's yeah. one game, and one you yeah, have it's, to win. It's one game to decide it all. I just don't see how anybody, especially with the talent he's had, I mean, having to wield them to win some of those games. And the defenses he's faced against. I mean, how could you not say that that it's a better achievement? I mean, I just think it's obvious, don't you? It's not a debate. I'm just saying, throw throw it out the window. Well, the it's debate a de- is not. It's a debate because they want it to be a debate because it's LeBron James. Well, it shouldn't be. I know. It's it's not even a discussion, right? I, I mean, just think. I just I just think back to all the now. Yes, is Tom Brady's division the best? Obviously, no, it's not. <laughs> but. And that's no, the that's reason the why that's teams the like the Chargers have to go play a wild card game when they actually have a better record I'm guessing than the, the, only than time the Patriots s- because of how that all works. Huh? I'm guessing the only time they really had any competition was the one year that the Dolphins went like 10-6. and six. But even then, they <laughs> yeah. that didn't last long. And so, yeah, but he still, still think about the talent he's had to play, as you were saying, <laughs> in, in the AFC on the road to the championship between the, the Broncos and the... You know, that, that was really in the championship, but like the Steelers, yeah, and like having to play, um, yeah, I mean, that the Chargers, the Chargers were a really good team this year. Guys like that, Baltimore, I mean, it's just a and Baltimore has always been, yeah, and for much some reason, just, I'm just thinking just about all the teams he's had to play. Counts. Yeah, much, I wish we had a guy like that. I, I know, coach right. like that too. Uh, no, no, you don't. Bill Belichick is a, is a product that's already, that's another discussion for another day. That's um, fair. That's fair. I, I will forever believe that. How about we take that. them both in a combo pack? <laughs> what? No, because Bill Belichick's defense is horrid. You see it this year. It's terrible. It's worse than ours. Yeah, that's true. The last he can't two years coach. in particular, his defense has been bad. He, he just, still he, allowed 30 points to that to the Chargers. Yeah, so I know. was still rough. I know. It and took so, 41 t- points to so, beat the Chargers? I just think that this Yikes. is. I think that the achievement is greater for Tom Brady. I just think it's 10 times harder to win... Uh, playoffs games in the football than it is in basketball because no you have one game, 60 minutes for it all, and 
It's a lot more physical, and the best team doesn't always win. And he's been left out on an island more so than LeBron James has. LeBron James is usually always playing with all-stars around him to get to those conference finals. Mm-hmm. In, a, in, a, in a conference that's already watered down. Correct. You know? Yeah. Anything else to add? I think that's it. I, I mean, that summed it up pretty much. I know I mean, most people are picking like, LeBron James, but that's okay. I, th- I think they're wrong. If you look at the whole body of work. Well, we can't. We got, we got, oh, yeah, we got, but we have to look at, we can't talk about. I know, suit, like, but I know what you're great saying. Achievements, I know what like, you're saying. I'm not trying to downplay what LeBron's done, but as you said, he's had the all-stars. Tom Brady, he hasn't. He no. really hasn't. Except and last for year, Randy Moss more is, a, is a great argument other than that. I mean, maybe the old one year, but stuff like that. I mean, seriously, like. Could you imagine? Here's my first last point too. Could you imagine if Brady had like a Kelsey on his team as tight end, or maybe a Michael Thomas from the Saints that was his wide receiver? Guys like that. I mean, he would be great. And he's Le'Veon he's throwing to yeah. Well, Le'Veon's got his own issues. So does Antonio Brown. Well, but yeah, true, true, he's true. throwing to Julian Edelman, man, who's like five five. I mean, he's not. He's a five nine. He played quarterback in college. I mean, he's just throwing to guys that are just regular, and he's making them great. And he's just, I mean, just average, and then they go to another team and they realize, oh, man, I just think Tom eight Brady, straight Tom AFC Brady just makes everybody better. Who else let's, has? Let's just say yeah. that. No, he does. He's the greatest quarterback of all time as of right now. So right. Trevor Lawrence comes in, right? Because Trevor Lawrence <laughs> is going to be the greatest quarterback of all time. I found a way to get it in there. That's right, I did. <laughs> but that's the end of the debate. Brady's eight straight AFC championships. I think we both agree are better than LeBron's eight straight Eastern Conference Finals. And yeah, I was trying to think about it. I, I, I'm good. You got anything else, Dad? No. No. Nah. No. Brady, the GOAT, LeBron, yes. we'll see. He's not, but that's okay. Michael Jordan. Thank you. But coming up next, no, Coach Bro, as we like to call him on this show, Cliff, <laughs> Mr. Cliff Kingsbury from Lubbock, Texas, Texas Tech, is now an NFL head coach. I have a job. There is a... A lot of issues on his hiring. We're going to get right into that coming up after the break. Mike, I'm curious to hear your thoughts because I, I have no idea where you stand on this. But you're listening to UTARadio.com. This is the hot seat. Welcome back to the hot seat here on UTARadio.com. I'm Micah Cox. Cole, along with Creighton Brandt, the Birdman. We're also on Radio FX, iHeartRadio, and whatever our Facebook Live is tonight. So we'll call it. Let's call that. The dead whatever Facebook it is. Live from the dead one. The, the dead edition of Facebook Live. It's an attempt. An attempted try on Facebook Live. It didn't still, work out tonight. Still winning more games than the Dallas Cowboys. <laughs> Winning more divisional rounds than the Dallas Cowboys. You're killing me, man. I'm just saying. There's two things we won't let go on the show. One, the Dallas Cowboys have peaked, and they'll never win any divisional games with the guys they and have. Jason Garrett needs to be fired. Yeah. There's another one. And, and the uh, third one, Trevor Lawrence. And, is the best uh, yeah, Trevor Lawrence is the best quarterback to ever play. Um, and I mean that. We should make that into a, one of our drops. <laughs> oh, I'm sure we'll find a way to put it in there. You're right. Absolutely. So, we talked about him a couple times on this show. He is the heartthrob of the good old city of Lubbock, Texas. Who he is. Hold on, hold on. The Lubbock, Texas that I am from. Oh, really? Coached at thank you. Coached at Texas Tech University. Micah, I'm talking about Cliff Kingsbury. More specifically, I am talking about Coach Bro. That's what we call him on the show. Coach 
bro. Coach Bro, he wears the sun, he wears the shades and has the you know has the long sleeve Under Armour shirt. How are shirt. you, Coach? Oh wait, sorry. What? Coach Bro. Yeah, Coach Bro. Coach Bro. Yeah, he is. He Coach is bro. the. He is the heartthrob of Lubbock. Well, was the heartthrob of Lubbock, <laughs> Texas. Uh, making some headlines over the past Clankberg. couple weeks. So, How does he have a job again? What? Sorry. Didn't mean to say that. <laughs> so Texas Tech Sorry, uh, my throat. fired him at the beginning of December. A couple of days later, or I guess it was a week later, something like that. Uh, he gets hired on by SC, USC, Southern California, to be the offensive coordinator. And then we started to hear rumblings. Rumblings about head coaching hires. Well... The thing was, was that SC blocked those coaching interviews and hires until none other than the team in Phoenix, the Arizona Cardinals, said, hey, we want an interview. I guess he impressed them, and he won the job, (laughs) and they said, we will buy out your contract. So now, Cliff Kingsbury is the coach, the head coach of the Arizona Cardinals. He has an NFL job. Hello? And he is creating a lot of rumblings because of that, a lot of issues uh, a lot of people don't like it. I just want your take on this, Micah. Where do you stand on this? Do you think he deserved it? Do you, where do you think he should be? Uh, what do you see from this hire, really? Which is unlike anything we've ever seen. And I know an issue is, before you get started, just to, just to preference this, is I know what a lot of people, I know what they're trying to do, is they're trying to get, like, Sean McVay kind of thing. Because Sean McVay is now, like, the gold standard, I guess, of NFL football because he's so offensive-minded and the way he runs it and all, I, I think that's what everyone's trying to go for. And they say that Cliff Kingsbury is one of the greatest offensive minds in the entire game. I don't know. But I, that's what they're going for. So with that being said, what do you think? I just don't know if this is the right move. I, for him never, or for the Cardinals? For the Cardinals. <laughs> like, look, wasn't, wasn't their coach last year a first-year head coach? Yeah. Like, yeah why was. did you fire him they so fired soon? Him. Give him a chance to, to develop the system. You can't expect immediate changes within one year right is that really like that doesn't make sense that really doesn't make sense like is that even ethical i is that even reasonable you tell me i don't think it's reasonable give a coach a chance to settle in and get used to the system and understand you know what your what the expectation is it's like asking you to come in and do my lifeguard job <laughs> and say, oh, there you go. <laughs> well, I think the point, though, is that they're trying to jump ahead of this curve of offensive minded quarterbacks with, I mean, not quarterbacks, coaches with the air raids and the, because you see what's happening in LA with Sean McVay and what they're doing, what they just did to our Cowboys. No, but that won't work with every team. Well, I think I they're mean, hope- it could, but. Well, I think they're hoping that the mind of Cliff Kingsbury is just as good as Sean McVay's on the offensive side, which it might be. I don't know. Oh, I, I didn't. I didn't. I tell you this. Do I think he deserved it? I don't know if that. If can you can you say that? Did he deserve it? I really don't want to. I'm gonna let me let me throw these out to you. Mm-hmm. Here's his records at Texas Tech. He started in 2013, got fired last this year at 2018. Okay, his win loss first year eight and five, four and eight, seven and six, five and seven, six and seven, five and seven. Went to three bowls, won one, lost two. So what, I mean, does it... Don't have much to convince me there. That Does he Does he deserve it? No. I guess, the honestly, the uh, the stats show that he doesn't. But... Excuse me. But maybe, here's my thing, is that maybe this is just a wait-and-see kind of thing. I, 
I don't know, because I didn't expect him to get this job. I thought this was just a bunch of mumbo-jumbo and a bunch of rumblings, and that he was going to stay on as the SC, as the SC quarter, I mean, coordinator, offensive coordinator, and he would have done a great job there. And that's why they were getting a lot of recruits over the past weeks uh, at the All-American game and then at the other, the other game in uh, San Antonio, and because and the wide receivers were coming because they knew that they were going to get an offensive-minded coach in Cliff Kingsbury who was going to throw the ball a lot and they were going to get a lot of touches. Now he is gone, and he is about to implement that into the NFL. And we know that defense really isn't his forte, so I, don't, I just don't understand. I don't know what he's going to do. It's just hard for me to predict. I, I think a lot of people are saying that he doesn't deserve it. But I... I I want to. I'm trying to give him the benefit of the doubt because I guess the Cardinals, and not just the Cardinals, the Jets try to get him. Other teams try to get him. So I guess they're seeing something in him that we're not seeing. I'm not seeing it. So <laughs> uh, I guess we'll have to wait and see because I, I just don't know. Because I, I mean, he wasn't anything spectacular at Tech, as you said. He wasn't. I. So I mean, I'm not really sure where what they're getting from that. Oh, better than three wins, I guess. Is that is that it? Right. And I now my next point to that is a lot of people are getting on to him, like him personally, specifically. I don't think that's fair because no. would you take a head coaching job in the NFL? If they asked you for one, no matter what your first job was True. or how you did it. Hell yeah. What? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, of course I would. No. Yeah. <laughs> if someone was so, dumb I think enough it's to hire laughable. me as a head coach, sure. I think it's laughable because. They tried to say that they're not getting on to him. They so are. I think it's laughable to say that to get on to him for... It's not his fault that he got the job. He was yeah, to get it. on to him for selecting that job. There's only 32 teams. And, well, recently the NFL had... I mean, before the NFL had coaching jobs weren't uh, hard. I mean, weren't easy to come by. But now that they're firing everybody, it seems like they're easier to come by. But they're really not. I mean, there's only 32 jobs in the world like that. So correct. the fact that he got to take one, I think, is... I think that's fine by him. I I don't think he should apologize for it. And I think people should stop getting off of him. And maybe, the, I mean, I'm just saying, maybe the Cardinals saw something in him, honestly. Now, his record doesn't show it right now at Tech. But Funny things happen. But though. here's the thing. Um, it's like, here, here here's the thing is that maybe we'll be sitting when here you're in, in the divisions, saying, when hey, you're in a you division know, and you're in a conference with, Guys like Sean McVay, I think you, I think you have to go toe to toe with them on offensive capability. You really do, and maybe Cliff Kingsbury is that. Now his offensive play calling is is pretty good. I just don't know how it's going to be on an NFL le- level. Now, next point is that he he might pick Kyler Murray as the first pick, and they might trade away Josh Rosen because Kyler Murray really fits what Cliff Kingsbury does, and Cliff Kingsbury is many times in the past said how much he he really admires his game. So I think that might happen. So with a let's let's say hypothetical with a Kyler Murray quarterback and a Cliff Kingsbury air raid, kind of like the LA one that we're seeing with a bunch of points put up on the board. I mean maybe they can do something. But I think that's kind of the way they have to go. I just think I, I, I think you're seeing it more and more that the defense, yes, defense wins championships maybe sometimes. But I think I think the offense is becoming more of a factor in the NFL than it has been ever before in this game. Right? Yeah, I agree with you. Yeah, the offense has definitely taken a bigger toll, especially the last couple of years. Because I mean, especially and you saw it in the Super Bowl. There was no defense last year in that Super Bowl at all. Yeah, no. There might have been one or two drives, but there wasn't anything spectacular on the defensive end. It was all offense. 
You saw it in the Rams game early in the year. What was it, fifty-two to fifty or something? Fifty-three, fifty, whatever it was, fifty-four, well, fifty-one, my... and Chiefs. I think. Yeah. I think it was Chiefs and Rams, right? For this year, yeah, yeah that was ridiculous. Fifty-point game. So I mean, you're seeing Both it more and more common. And that's the Sean so, McVay thing is that it, it's that offense, the LA Rams offense that they're trying then, to compete like, against. The next week, the Cowboys and Saints go thirteen ten. So I mean, I don't know, but. Yeah, you're, seeing, you're seeing a lot less of those low-scoring games now. My next question to you is, do you think that Cliff Kingsbury would do better in Dallas than Jason Garrett? What do you think? Oof. Seriously, we've been talking about how bad Jason Garrett is and his calling for his coaching job. Do you think he's got a shot to be better in oh. Dallas than Jason Garrett if he came here? Oh, I don't know how to answer that question. Well, it's a simple yes or no, I guess. I guess yes. Okay, then I, I mean, guess I'd that's like really to all... try something different. Then I guess that's all we need to talk about here. Then I guess that shows that shows you where Cliff Kingsbury lies on the term of NFL coaching and if he deserves one or not. If we already think he's going to be better than some NFL coaches, then I guess he does deserve a shot. Mm-hmm. I just don't like the way he kind of left that seat, which is unfortunate. The way it all timed out, but I guess you got to go when you got to go. Mm-hmm. And uh, does he deserve it? I think I think the best way to answer that is. Is he better than some coaches? In no. Well, yeah, but also, Which, also we will see. I think that's the best way to see. It. Ask him. I, I think it's unfair to judge right now. Just no, because, I think the first year might be pretty rough. But well, I'll give you that. But, <laughs> but maybe I, after I think, that. I'm saying long term. But who, who? What's to say that they won't fire him after one season? And they did it to their coach. Well, this year there's some ish, there's some things like that. I think some people would say on why he's not going to get fired. In the first season, um, but there's work to be done. A lot of work to be done with that organization. It's yeah, all yeah. And just, just to think, a few years ago they were in the playoffs, and now they're just a, a wreck. Well, yeah, they had a lot of guys leave though, like Tyron Matthew and all yeah, those guys, and Larry help. Fitzgerald's on his way out, and Josh Larry Rosen. Fitz- Josh Rosen just ain't what he thought he was. Which I could have told you that, but you know, I. I think they can be better off with somebody else, and especially in Cliff Kingsbury's offense. But I think the best way to say this is, if he deserves it or not, is just wait and see. And then we'll be able to tell if he deserves it or not, obviously. I think this is the best way to do it. He's never done it before, so we'll see. And you didn't know that Sean McVay was going to be as good as a coach as he's been now. As a head coach, he was a good offensive coordinator, but you didn't know they were going to do this right off the bat. So who knows? Maybe he'll be all right. I I I just think it's crazy how... Someone from Lubbock, Texas is making headlines, man, all over the country. We love it. We love it down there. I mean, up there. I mean, we're always there. It's great. It, it's just funny. <laughs> Texas Tech is getting way more, is getting more publicity, I think, than most, well, than they, they, than they ever City thought they too. would before. Huh? They also are with Patrick Mahomes. Yeah, no kidding, right? So, right? With Pat Mahomes good. and Cliff Kingsbury. They're, I was telling somebody else the other day, I was like, their logo has been put on ESPN more times than I think they've ever thought it would be before. <laughs> and so, yeah. And their basketball team is getting some recognition. Yeah, no now, kidding. So. It's just a great time for Texas Tech up in Lubbock. I know, right? We're becoming relevant. You're gonna know our name someday, Micah. You're gonna when I say I'm from <laughs> Lubbock, you're gonna be like, oh, I know that place. Well, I do now. I uh, know you do now. But yeah, no, I just think we should wait and see with Cliff Kingsbury, and we'll go from there. I think you have to do it as an. Uh, I think the obviously the NFL is going into an offensive-minded type of uh, league. I think you've got to change it, and. We'll see. We'll see if this works out. Um, but I think they're going head-to-head with Sean McVay, trying to compete with him. So maybe he's like that. They, they, they've got to be seeing, here's my last thought, unless you have something else. Um, they've got to be seeing something in him to offer him a head coaching job. I don't think they just say out of the blue, hey, do you want one? Not because <laughs> of popularity or how he looks 
or what other people are talking about. I mean, they must be thinking something watching him and what he's what when they interview him, things like that. They got to be seeing something that we don't see often or that we're not seeing uh, to hire him. Maybe we ought to give him a chance and see what happens. Then we'll base it on. I think that's the see. best. That's the best way to do it. You got any less the points on that? The eyes never lie, man. The eyes never lie. That is that is very true. That is, I, I get you on that. Is that it? Is that all you got for this one? Yeah. I just didn't know if you had another point. Don't that say it like a, no. That don't was say the last it like point. that. I just didn't want to leave <laughs> no, you no, hanging no, no, if you had no, something no, else to that. say. No, it's just that I thought that was a good way to end. Well, so. we wish you luck, Coach Bro. Coach Bro. Kind of. That's honestly, how we're gonna refer to him on the show now. <laughs> We we have them, but uh, it's kind of no, sad. He's, he's Coach Bro is upgraded. He's he was a call our college boy. Now he's now he's in the adult world, at, in, so a, in, in a real job. We're proud of you, Coach Bro. Growing keep, up so fast. Keep rocking those shades inside the University of Phoenix, Arizona, <laughs> the dome <laughs> that's inside. You don't you don't really need them, but I guess go ahead and keep rocking them and the long sleeve. I guess now Arizona Cardinal shirts. Worst case scenario, go watch the Coyotes. <laughs> we'll see. We'll see what you got. Coming up next, getting in some NBA basketball. We haven't been talking about this lately, but now the season is in full swing, Micah. James Harden, is he the best player in basketball? He's sure making a run for it. And the Luka Doncic phenom. It is happening here in Dallas, Texas. Unlike anything I've seen in a while from in this organization, I'm excited. I know you're real excited. We're going to get into that. This is The Hot Seat. You're listening here on utaradio.com. Welcome. Back to the hot seat here on UTARadio.com, Radio FX, iHeartRadio, and whatever our failed Facebook Live attempt was this week, but that's okay. So, I'm Micah Cockhole alongside Creighton Branch, the Birdman, and we're going to talk a little bit of NBA. Wow, before that, before that, I just want to, we, you know, just want to change up the songs a little bit here. This hey, is, we're making more adjustments than the Cowboys, you, gotta love it. <laughs> That was a good one. <laughs> so, amen to that. Uh, do you know who ZZ Top is? Surprisingly, no, but it's a good song. I need I need to start getting into stuff. You need to just send me a list. I'm gonna start sending just, you. I'm gonna start sending you playlists. Start sending me playlists. And That's I'll start okay. Listening. That's okay. You'll, you, and, and by the end of the year, you'll be like, oh yeah, I know who those guys are. ZZ Top <laughs> is a rock band. As I said, I'm more of an '80s guy, so that's why they are '80s. Are they are? Are you kidding me? And you I haven't heard about this. You shot yourself in the foot there, Michael. More of a dire straight and all that. <laughs> you know, I I get it. I get so, it. Uh, yeah, no, that's okay. <laughs> NBA basketball is upon us. We're deep into the season now. It is January. You got a couple months left. Actually, month and a half, I think, before the uh, All Star break. It's been a good one, I would say, not for the Mavs, but just in general. I kind of like where this is going. Uh, more headlines now, I think, this year than most. Last year, definitely, for sure, you know, it was a collision course between the Warriors and the uh, Cavaliers, but we don't have that anymore. Cavaliers are done. Uh, we had the Lakers storyline. We have the Golden State Warriors storyline, what they're doing there and all that, and then Houston's. And so my first the question. The a powerhouse this year. Yeah, it is. It's been, it's been and awesome. And then you look at the East, and it's like, huh? <laughs> Yeah, so James who Harden can is... compete with anybody in this. Right? James... Anybody could win the East this year, to be quite honest with you. Exactly. Uh, it's a J- joke. What? It's a joke. I'm, I'm going to ask you a question. Hold on. Ready? Oh, okay, okay, sorry. Uh, you're, getting too, you're, getting, you're getting too hyped up over there about the East. <laughs> not they're, very hyped. Well, yeah, that's true. They're not, they're not. They're not very exciting, but... Uh, <laughs> 
my question to you is, so James Harden is, uh, you know, tearing through the league. 30-point games, how many in a row? Uh, like 10 plus, I believe. 12, yeah, I something think. like that. He broke Kobe's record the other day uh, from 0102. And the um, 40 straight point games that he had a couple of ba- couple days back, things like that. So I just want to know a lot. This is kind of in the past week now that everyone's been talking about this. Is James Harden the best player in basketball? I mean, do you think he is? This year, I'm guessing, is what you're asking? Uh, yeah, this year. Oh, okay. No. Yes, obviously this year, I think so. I don't think there's much debate about that. He's done just about everything you can possibly do on the court. It's kind of surprising that they're only, what, seven games over 500, considering how well he's played all year? Yeah, well, they trade away all their assets. Chris Paul's not playing, so that's their fault. It's probably why. Yeah, that doesn't help either. But he's doing about everything you could possibly ask him to do. Here's my thing, though, is sort that... Sort of like Luca, but that's a different situation. Yeah, we're about to get into that. But here's my thing, though, about James Harden is that, I mean, does a couple of games really define the whole... Think about how many games we've played so far. Does that... I mean, we get so hyped up in this. I can't... This is how it always happens. Is it's that some guy, some guy goes off for like six straight games at 30 points, and all of a sudden he's now the best player in basketball or the greatest player to live or the MVP. There's 82 games in a season. Okay, now if he it's keeps this very, up for like forty more games, maybe we can have that argument. But we're, you know, we're barely into it, and he—it's not like he was playing this at the beginning of the season. And I don't see how a player like him can be the best player in the world when you don't play both sides of the ball. I think best players have to play defense and offense, don't you? Mm-hmm. And he's gotten better, but he doesn't play defense that well. He plays offense great, but then I'm thinking about Giannis Antetokounmpo over in Milwaukee. He's been I mean, pretty good this year. Yeah, he should be. I think he should be the MVP. As of honestly. right now. Well, I mean, so which one is it? I mean, is James Harden the best basketball player in the NBA, or is Giannis the best basketball basketball player? Really de- just depends on what you're I looking just, for. I just think we need to stop getting so caught up in the hype of James Harden right now. He's a great player, but is he the best player in, the, in basketball? I just don't see how you can be when you don't play both sides of the ball. And LeBron James is still out there, okay? Yeah, he's still there. And Kevin Durant. And honestly, Might I add, hey, I think hey, Kevin I'm gonna, Durant. I'm going to tell you something about LeBron, too. Like, you can tell the impact he's had not being in there, not playing. Oh, with LA? You can, yeah. You can see the impact. Yeah, they're yeah. winning a game here and there, but you can just see they need him. Yeah, they, they, that team a, they need him to learn how They need LeBron. him to learn how to win. Yeah. You know, like, they just to don't know how to, how to they, win. They, they don't know how to win yet, so. Yeah, I mean um, they're doing enough to survive right now, but he he's out much longer. Oof. Now, if you know. ask me personally, yeah, if you ask me personally, pound for pound, who the best basketball player in the world I think is it's Kevin Durant because he he's by far the best player on. Well, I would that's 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 mean to say and by even far. Even before he went to Golden State, he was a huge impact for OKC. Yeah, he but he's obviously. What, do you think there's and any, that was a team with less talent on it? Do you think there's any debate that he's the best player in Golden State? No. Okay. There's good. no debate. Yeah. So he's the best player in Golden State. He's won Defensive Player of the Year a couple times. Best shooter, Steph Curry. No. Or best all around uh, player, yeah, Kevin okay. Durant. Okay. Best sure. shooter. Yeah. Um. And so yeah, so Kevin Durant plays both sides of the ball, and can shoot just as well as Steph Curry. I mean, Steph Curry's a better shooter, but he can score just as much as Steph Curry. Is what I mean. Maybe best three point shooter would be the better Who, description Steph? for Steph. Yeah. 
Yeah, because Kevin Durant's mid-range game is sick. It's so good, Kevin. Because he Kevin's can just pop it for forty anytime he wants, and it's annoying. Steph yeah, no Curry. kidding. And Gosh. yeah, I think if you ask it's, me, Kevin, it's it's a beautiful thing, but it can be really annoying when you're the Mavericks. <laughs> Gosh, yeah, I, I saw know. that one too many times. That's Sunday. okay. <laughs> well, we should play better defense, maybe like James that Harden. Too. But I I just don't think James Harden can I be d- labeled the best player now. Is he top five? Yeah, I think he's top five. I'd probably put Kevin Durant one, LeBron James still two. Steph Curry three, then I'd probably stick. Ooh, I don't know because Anthony Davis is up there too. Ooh, and I think I'll, it's between four and five. Anthony Davis and James Harden. Anthony Davis is oof. That's a pretty good. Player. And when and when Anthony when AD gets out of New Orleans and goes somewhere else where people start to recognize him, <clears> he'll be in that top three debate if he isn't already. Kawhi look, Leonard. The, look, I don't Anthony think Davis is, part is of the that. only reason New Orleans is even somewhat relevant. Right. Let's put it that way. No, huh? no kidding. No, and so. so yeah, I just I just don't see how you can label him the best player in basketball when he's only done this so fifteen times of I I mean really all season long and it's an eighty two game season and they've already played thirty plus games. Forty plus games, right? Yeah. And, no, thirty how many? Thirty something, almost forty. And um I just don't think that's fair. My next question, moving on, still sticking in the NBA, the Dallas Mavericks have finally drafted rights. Finally. Luca. After well, all traded, these missed, right? I mean, maybe you could say uh, Dennis Smith Jr. was a good draft pick, but everything else, after missing so many times, they finally got well, Luka Doncic, the nineteen-year-old, the nineteen-year-old from over Europe. Um, I'm gonna say he, something about Luka. Okay, one second. Let me ask the question. Think it's that. Yeah, no, you know, Luka is a phenom right now, and he's great. Okay, keep going. Uh, you're good now. But I just want to say that for Luka, I, I think he's making us realize how disorganized this team really is though as a whole because look he's he's so good that you're starting to realize like he, he's having to go out there and play his rear end off night in and as night a 19 year old just to give us a chance to win and we just can't close these games out like you're seeing us have these close games night in night out we just can't close you saw it against golden state we had a perfect opportunity to win that game against a really good team and you couldn't close it. You couldn't you couldn't close it. The Mavericks organizational situation, if that's what you want to call it. I mean, yeah, we're in a better situation than what last year, but barely. Barely. Um, I mean, last year what did we have 10 wins at this point last yeah, year? There so, are, I mean, yeah, the Mavericks won. themselves are a mess. The team's a mess. We need better players, but Luka Doncic is the only reason we're winning. How many games have we got? 20 right now yeah. under our belt. And that's I think we've 16 we've, at home. We've only won we would really only have 10 if he wasn't on the team, I think. Probably. Yeah. Maybe. We certainly wouldn't have that win against Golden State. Which I, I almost, I almost or, think that his, his or impact. Or two against Houston. Yeah, his impact on the, uh, from being over in Europe to coming over here is more, inf- is, is more impactful than uh, Dirk's couple years uh, starting out. Because Dirk was really bad his first year, but he started to get together after that. And then Christoph Rzingis, when he played with the Knicks, or he's still playing with the Knicks, but when he, his first couple years with the Knicks, uh, I think I think Luca's more influential for the Mavs than those two guys were now, back in there. Another day. player that I think has been a somewhat standout is DeAndre Jordan. We had a lot of questions with him coming into the season. We weren't sure. We know we we're kind of on the latter stages of his prime, but he ended up being a pretty decent asset. He finally we finally got an effective rebounder. I think you can agree. He's like I will never of, forgive him, but I will. Well, yeah, no, I no, will, no, no. I'm not I will asking you to forgive him. I'm just saying it's nice to I finally have that rebounder that we are getting him in probably one of his best years that he's played in a long time. 
which is nice because we don't usually get And he's actually like shooting free throws decently, surprisingly. It's, it's hilarious. He's one of the best free throw shooters on the team. <laughs> Which is pretty he's shooting sad. like seventy percent, yeah, which I mean, is a lot better than that forty percent career average. That's for yeah, sure. he's worked hard on it. I'll give him that. He's worked hard on it multiple years, and it's it's gone up, and now it's really spiked. But yeah, no, I think Luka Doncic is really the key. No more hack of Jordan. That's for, for sure. these Mavericks going forward. I I I think you got to. I mean, obviously, right? You got to build around him. Do you get rid of Dennis Junior? I just think we're giving up on him too soon. I really do. Can you build around you build both around, players? If you can, can keep, that be your duo? Yeah, a point guard and a small can. forward. I think you can, but I mean it's tough. But if you could, I mean, would you consider keeping DeAndre Jordan past this year? Nah, uh, it's you tough. Think call he can be effective. I don't know how many years, good years he's got left in him. Like or do that. you try to get him and then use him as trade bait or something like that? I mean, I well, don't he's know. not going to be much trade bait. Well, maybe this but year, but DSJ he could. might be. That's what I'm saying. But DeAndre maybe affect yeah. he may be useful to someone. Yeah, you could probably get some player out of him. I just don't know how effective the player we're getting back is going to be. Um, I think I think I think what we should do is just shop Dennis Smith Jr. and see what we can get. And they're in talks right now with Orlando and Phoenix. And so I forgot Mo Bamba. Well, we ain't getting Orlando ain't giving up Mo Bamba, and they're they're not. I know that'd be yeah. Crazy enough. Yes, I would do it. I would do it in a heartbeat because I wanted I wanted Mo Bamba to be on the team. Me too. And so me too. But I'm not complaining. We got Luca. We got Luca. Luca Luca has been obviously he's going to win Rookie of the Year. Is there no question? And I look at his stats, and he's almost averaging seven assists. But he's and, averaging and 20 like points. 20 he's averaging 20.1 20 points. Point points. 20, it, feels 20 like point every, it feels like every other night, though, he's scoring 30. Yeah, yeah it does. That's, but that's his, sometimes he has like 18 and 15, which breaks it down. But, yeah, um, 20. And then he had one game where he was like under 10, but that, that, that hurts him. But, I don't think that matters. No, it doesn't matter. I'm just saying that's what affects the average. But, yeah, no, I mean, he's doing something other than DeAndre Aiden, who's averaging you know 10-plus points and 16 rebounds. Uh, Luka's doing is probably the greatest rookie in the draft class right now, honestly. And I think he's going to win Rookie of the Year, and I'm just happy the Mavericks have him. That's just what I wanted to say. All right. You got anything else to add so on that? I thought you were Luka, about to say Luka's something. Luka's been great, so I, I got nothing else to say. You're going to get a Luka jersey? Oh, yeah. I'm wearing a Luka shirt right now. Are you really? Yeah. I am. Underneath this jacket, yeah. Goodness gracious. I know. I haven't I, seen it all day. I've been I've been hard on the kid. I said he's too slow. I still think he's too slow, but he's definitely He's gained, getting better. He's getting better and he may meet my you know, he may meet my words. And I'm happy we have him. Thank you, Luca. Man, that Colin Sexton pick for rookie of the year is looking pretty bad. <laughs> I picked that? No, I did. Oh, okay. Uh, <laughs> oh man. Oops. He's a disaster. <laughs> no, he's not a disaster. He's just on a really bad team. He's gonna be okay. Well that that doesn't help. Obviously. If he was like on any other team, he'd be just fine. He's doing good. He's doing good. Don't be deceived. We'll see. But no, thank you, Luca, for kind of saving the maps. I know you're having a hard time. Uh, yeah, no. Huh. Hopefully great things are coming to Dallas. Hopefully. But that's all the time we have for this segment. Up next, lastly, as always, we're getting straight into our pickums. We only have a few this time, so we can talk about them more. But that's coming up, Micah. I'm kind of curious who you got to pick since Andrew Luck's not on the you know, not playing anymore. I don't know what you're going to do about that. I but was that's going to have New England over. No, oh, don't. Why are you telling everybody right now? Come on, say no, that. I was going to have New England. We're cutting to commercial. The, you're the listening Colts, to the hot the seat here on UTRadio.com. 
lessons. Look at my life, man. That's lessons. Welcome back to the hot seat here on UTARadio.com, Radio FX, iHeartRadio. I said that backwards once again. iHeartRadio, Radio FX, and the Facebook live stream, which will be fixed next week. I promise it will be. My name is Creighton Branch. How are the Detroit Pistons doing? Oh, yeah, no kidding, right? everyone cares about that, right? My name is Creighton Branch. The man next to me is Micah Cockle. Couldn't forget the old theme song, Micah, that has oh, yeah. brought us so many memories and has led us into so many shows. As you can tell, we changed it for the semester. It's a new us, I guess you could say. Um, new but year, we, new us. But right? we definitely couldn't forget it. Had to throw it in there as the last last song of the night. All right. But getting like into it real quick, we got... Nothing like it finishing how you started, right? Right. We got rapid fire picks. I kind of just want to honestly focus on two today. We're going to go a little bit unorthodox. Uh, we usually go 10, but I just want to focus on two, and it's the football game since that's such a big deal right now. Uh, you're not going to be able to pick Andrew Luck. I'll never let you live that down, so just get over that. Wow. Um, my first one would be the Rams, the NFC side, the Rams at the Saints. Who do you have? Well, I'm going to stick with my Super Bowl champion pick from the beginning, the Saints. The Rams are a very, very good team, but it's really hard to win up there in the Dome. And give me the Saints. 20, how about... 28 24. It's a good score. Um, yeah, that stadium is insane. The Mercedes Benz <laughs> Superdome. It's hard to beat Drew Brees. It man. is hard to Payton. win in that place. And it is, as they say, one of not <laughs> if the them, loudest and the stadium in the is, NFL. They played probably their worst game of the season yeah. this past week. Against and the they Eagles. still managed to win. Yeah, what, what does that mean whenever they're playing their best? Right? Good um, gosh. I'm picking the Saints. I picked the Saints. To go to the Super Bowl, and I'm sticking. Magic. I'm sticking with that. I think they're going to have more. I just don't think they're. I think one. It was the Philly. I guess you'd call it magic. The Nick Foles Nick, phenomenon Nick, kind of thing, or Foles magic. Yeah, or just just all the momentum carrying on Philly side. They're the reigning Super Bowl chance. They weren't going to go out down without a fight. They still have some players, and I just think that um, New Orleans just kind of you know they're coming up. The, you know they, they haven't played in a little bit. And so I think they're they kind of took that last week kind of off pretty much. Yeah, yeah, they just were kind of sloppy. But now that they're kind of back in the swing of things, I don't think they'll have an issue against the Rams. I think it's going to be a um, shootout of a game. Honestly, I could see this being a. I'm going to go. Yeah, I'm going to go the Saints, forty-two Rams Ooh. thirty-five. Wow, I do think it's going to be that high scoring. Okay. Up next, not Andrew Luck, but <laughs> Tom Brady. Going to Arrowhead Stadium to play Pat Mahomes, Patrick Mahomes, and the Air and the Kansas City Chiefs. Who do you have in that game? Everyone's counting Brady out. Who do you got in that game? Oh man, I'm gonna go. You know what? I'm God not, bless. I'm not, I'm you not, are gonna do it. No, I'm not. Oh, okay. actually, I'm not gonna bet against Tom Brady again. Give it to me. Give me the Patriots. It's it's. It's so hard to doubt. You ready to him. stop? Every time I do that, he ends up coming up. You ready to stop betting against Tom Brady and and and, and well, start and, and, and Andrew that, Luck? So, Kim, yeah. that's just Andrew Luck. I yeah. never said he was gonna beat the Patriots. I was gonna. <laughs> I had the Patriots beating the Colts, but whatever. whatever sure. You also had. You also had the. Uh, I just don't trust the Kansas the, City. Yeah, Chiefs you had the, the you had the That's you had the Colts be, beating the uh, the, Chiefs. the Chiefs, which is yeah, whatever. I don't trust Kansas City to win in the playoffs, but they proved me wrong. So go sure. for it. Okay, shoot, they may win this. Well, I wouldn't be surprised if they won, but I think the Patriots will take care of business. I picked, as I said on the NFC side, 
I picked the Saints. And on the AFC side, I picked the Patriots in the preseason. I picked the Patriots to win the whole thing. So I am sticking with that. The Patriots are going to win this game. They're going to beat Pat Mahomey. And, and I'll, I, think, I think you're going to get a game that was kind of like the first one, super close. And I just think it's going to be by the sure will of Tom Brady having to you know, put Coach Belichick on one shoulder and the horror <laughs> defense that Coach Belichick has on the other shoulder and all the non-offensive weapons that Coach Belichick has given Tom Brady. You see what the underlying factor is? On the other shoulder, or one of the others. And he's going to carry them all the way into the Super Bowl in Atlanta. And I, th- I think that they'll win this. I think they won this game. Oh, I forgot to make a pick on score. I'll, I'll, I'll give it to first. you back after this. Yeah, I think they win this game 38-35. I think they score that much. I think 34-31. 34-31 is pretty good. I, I think that... I think Pat. I think Patrick Mahomes will make some big plays, but I don't think it'll be enough, unfortunately. Yeah, I think that I think Kansas City is going to run, uh, not run, but like score a lot of points on the defense here, and I think Tom Brady is just going to have to find a way to beat them out. And I think that's what you're going to get with a high-scoring game is a 38-35 kind of game. And they're going to Tom Brady is going to go to his I what is it ninth Super Bowl now? It's got it's Gosh. nine or ten. It's nine. I think, I think. it's nine. It's nine. I think it's nine. And he's going to be five he's, and he's going right to be playing. For his sixth all time, and for some reason, he's just not as good as Andrew Luck. I don't know, but that's what you <laughs> keep saying. I never said he was better than Tom Brady. Whatever. Tell me the time I said that. Please. I I just I just don't understand y'all's fandom with Andrew Luck he in the sports loses world. To the Patriots. He that's loses to everybody. Loses to everybody. Clearly not the Texans. Well, they have issues, but okay, whatever. I'm not getting into that right now. But yeah, no, the Patriots are going to win. The Saints are going to win, and. We're going to have a great Super Bowl, I think. Think so? Yeah. All right. I agree with you. We're going to find out. But that is all the time we have here on the hot seat for tonight. Thank you, everyone, that joined in and attempted to watch our Facebook Live video. I swear we will have it up and running next time. We're back, Micah. We're back. This is the start of the 2019 season for us. Bigger and better than ever. Dang, we already got more wins than the Cowboys. We have more year. wins than the Cowboys. Or as many wins as the Cowboys this year. That's right. We are we are coming one. in hot. That's right. We're 1-0, though. So. 1-0. We're 1-0, and we will see y'all next week. As always, my name is Creighton Branch, the man next, the man next to me right here, Micah Caw Cole. Every Wednesday night, 8 p.m. to 10 p.m., this is The Hot Seat. You're listening to UTARadio.com. We will see you next week.